This whole time we thought Parker was going to get us canceled, but it's you. <laughs> no, I think Parker already got us canceled. A couple I'm times. trying to get us canceled. Yeah. In case I, you haven't noticed, I know you it are. Up, it stems up some controversy for the the numbers, mm. the numbies. My digital footprint might not be that good. Other than that, <laughs> people just people like Google you, and it's just all like animal abuse. You saying people shouldn't bring up their discrimination. Yeah, our digital footprints now are fucking atrocious. Your guys's are fine. Well, after this podcast, yeah. Logan only said the abusing the. I didn't one child say thing. that. That's it. Yeah, you did bring up uh, like kid favoritism. Yeah. admitting that you would do it. It's not abusing. Animals. I've said some things, Logan. Yeah. Imagine you actually end up adopting a kid because your swimmers don't work. And then he finds then, this podcast, and then he finds this recording of you. Like, yeah, if I adopted a kid, fuck that kid, man. <laughs> That's what you said. That's no, that's the gist of what you said. Well, oh well. Yeah. So that's out of the question. So you're going to have to kidnap a kid. Why? Because you can't adopt a kid because then the adopted kid is going to know that you don't love him as much. No, I'm sure. Oh, I, feel like I feel the same with the kidnapped kid as well. Well, the kidnapped kid, I feel like if you kidnapped a kid, you would love them more than a kid you adopted. Why? Because you put a lot of effort into getting that kid you know like a trophy yeah well okay here's the here's my analogy a hunter goes hunting and he shoots a deer or a bear or something Mm -hmm. what does he do with the uh with the carcass you know he gets it stuffed he puts it over his fireplace so you know when you work for something when you go out there and you earn it you like it a lot better and i think that extends to kids yeah we have to earn and adopt the kid too. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I feel like the paperwork and like having to meet the kid and like going through CPS and, and all that process. is way harder than coming in someone. That's not what we we're talking about. We we're talking about versus kidnapping a yeah. kid. Yeah. Oh. Not just the standard sex way. Yeah. Oh. No, because kidnapping a kid, you have to make sure there's no trail that leads back to you. You have to make sure they're young enough so that they won't <sighs> even know they're kidnapped. You have to um, go out and get a ski mask. You gotta get a... <laughs> go and get skiing. No, I have the perfect <laughs> avenue for this. You oh, become no. a nurse, go in the NICU, as soon as one's born and put into ICU, you're the one that takes care of it, and then as soon as the baby's like almost healthy, snatch him. No True. one would know. And then just go back to work the next day like it was normal. Parker just like tries to return the kid to the hospital. This I'm one's done. this one's defective. <laughs> I'm I done with a this. different one. I want a new one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like newborns at that age, nobody can tell the difference. You know, yeah. you know what I mean. There is horror stories about that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. About babies getting swapped yeah. after birth, like mix-ups and stuff like that. Yeah. That'd be terrifying. Holy shit! Be It'd st- be kind of fun. Mine's like one of us got mixed up at birth. Maybe could, we did. Could be me. Yeah. We don't Maybe know. yeah. Yeah. Know. I don't know. Like, you know, if you if somebody came to you and said, you know, we DNA tested you and we figured out that your parents aren't actually your parents. You were switched. You were mixed up at the hospital at birth. These are your real parents. Would you want to go like meet them and like, you know, I know them or would it just like not matter to you? Hmm. Um, well, I want I definitely want to meet them for sure. It was to be very weird because I still like, you know, picture my the people who like you know my parents who, like raised me as my parents It'd be hard to kind of like make that mental like kind of like switch to okay now these are my parents so what if you're but what if you like you meet your real parents and they're like really hot and they're really rich <laughs> oh yeah you're going with them then yeah, yeah. like oh, what okay, if he's I'm like kidding. a billionaire or something why can't we choose our parents <laughs> i like my parents <laughs> i think that's i think that's very 
I think it's very problematic that kids can't choose their children. That's non-consensual. <laughs> of course, Parker said that. <laughs> well, yeah, coming from where Parker, Parker's standpoint. What do you mean? I love my family to death. No, I mean, like, no, I you're, mean only, you're missing one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but I still would go with a single mother. Would it be a rich yeah. single mother? Like, yeah, yeah, your mom's great, but yeah. Just, yeah just me, I I'm just saying, like, if when you hit, like, the age of five and you start forming some sort of cognitive ability, mm. you should be able to pick your parents. You no. can you can be a dumb kid and get manipulated by poor parents, <laughs> or you find some rich ones. Next thing you know, you're eight years it's old. Like you're your rookie contracts up. You're on the, you're, you're a free agent. Yeah, you get traded. Exactly. Yeah, like kids else. should have contracts. As soon as you're five years old, you just start interviewing new prospects yes, for your parents. Exactly. You sit down. You're like, uh, so if you were my parents, what time would nap time be at? <laughs> and I have candy before or after eight o'clock at night. And what would my weekly allowance be? Yeah. I see you have uh, some excellent references right here. Uh, I'm just wondering about uh, where you were from 2014 to 2018. You know, they're in, they're in jail. That's the implication. Oh, uh, oh, uh, yeah. What were you serving your sentence for? Something like crazy. Hopefully. <laughs> Four yeah. years for, I don't know. I don't have for, the flow uh, right now. Like animal theft. Yeah. Shark theft. <laughs> he stole you a know? shark from off the coast of Hawaii and brought it back. Is that a crime? Probably. Because like, if, if it's just in the ocean, isn't it everybody's? Mm. No. Isn't That's like a thing. The ducks at the park are free. People <laughs> don't know this, but they're free. Yeah, well, it's brought back a lot of ducks we had to return. <laughs> you guys opened the it's closet like, well, door. Oh, no. Let's go back, in the, back at the park. Can't, no, if, you can't keep ducks in your room. If I found a baby, a baby, oh, <laughs> <laughs> you can't acknowledge it. Aww. If I found a baby duckling, I would raise that thing. You know, I would make mm. sure it imprinted on me, and then it, you know, it'll just follow you around. That would that would be kind of cool. Yeah, like you remember Pokemon uh, Soul Silver? Yeah, it's like that. You know, in like, what way? Because you you got your Pokemon who follows you around everywhere. Oh, in yeah. that game, you know, that's true. And it's the same thing. Yeah. You know? How much Riz I would have if I pulled up to class and there's a duckling following me? Dude, Riz is my new favorite word, and I'm behind on it. Like, I'm old. Yeah, that's true. It was big, like, two months ago, and I, now I'm using it. Yeah, bring it, bring it back. The Riz is forever. Yeah, that's true. Riz never goes out of style, man. <laughs> hmm. It's crazy these words that become popular. Like, like there's Riz. You know what um, one I really like? Box like a fish. Poggers. I really like raw dog. Raw dog. But yeah. I really like it when people use it outside of its like intended meaning. So like, oh, I'm raw dog in this. Like I'm walking home uh, without a coat. I'm raw mm. dog and I'm raw dog in this walk home. <laughs> you know? It's crazy all these words are getting big from like Twitch, like streaming. Mm. Right. Like all yeah. like the Fortnite terms came big. Riz was from streaming. Really? Yeah, it was one of the big streamers now. Uh, like I don't X, remember his name. XQC or something. Like that. No, it was a black guy. Oh, Kiz, K, K, not Kai, not Kai. Kai seen that, but it was one of his friends. It came from Toronto, not speed, didn't it? Was it? it? Wasn't Speed? No, it wasn't Speed. It Riz? was his name was Duke something. I just uh -huh. know it was Duke. I see his videos on TikTok all the time, but he started it. He started because it, it was unspoken Riz because there was a viral clip where he's on stream with Kai, mm -hmm. and Kai's like just Facetime this girl and get her to come over, and he didn't say a single word and still got her to come over. Wow, so that's, that's Riz. Like, yeah. That no, Riz weird. comes from Toronto, doesn't it? Maybe. I think Maybe. I Googled it, and it came from somebody at a Toronto. And it was already, <laughs> like, Toronto slang. Mm -hmm. And then once it hit the internet, it kind of went everywhere. Out. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Toronto, Toronto slang gets huge. Yeah, it does. It's like that Toronto man's mm -hmm. whole, uh, like, character. 
Um, yeah, so now they tell you to leave like cookies out at mm. Christmas. Don't do that. Why? Santa will like, aggressively insert his penis into your asshole. <laughs> Just from cookies? <laughs> That's oh your God. Christmas advice? Don't leave Yeah, don't leave out? them out. It happened to me once. It wasn't fun. <laughs> Where did he come from? North Pole. The chimney? He showed me his North Pole. I'll tell you that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, you know what my family always used to do? We'd leave out um, like carrots and stuff. That was yeah. a big thing. It was leave the carrots out for the uh, the reindeer. Yeah, my mm-hmm. parents did that with us too. They put them in the lawn though, in the front yard. Mm-hmm. And then they would like break them off and like leave them out there. Like, <laughs> same with the cookies. Like, we'd put the cookies out and they'd eat some of the cookies yeah. and leave the plate. It is funny to think like of your parents 10 years ago at 3 in the morning outside <laughs> breaking up carrots. Yeah. The front lawn. <laughs> eating cookies. Like, why the fuck am I doing this? <laughs> no, my parents were, um, they were much more lazy with the whole carrot thing. Yeah. Because we would leave the carrots on a plate by the, uh, by the fireplace. Mm. And we'd come back down and there would be like a very clearly human bite taken out of the carrots <laughs> and it was on a plate at the fireplace hmm. so so the deer know. moved it into the fire yeah so if the deer came down the fireplace sure <laughs> but i don't really know if that's what happened mm. you know maybe that's a filipino tradition yeah it could be different why are, who are you to judge a culture i don't know man like filipino people i feel like the whole actually Filipino people have a fucked up Christmas tradition. Um, in the Philippines, they crucify people for Christmas. That's crazy. Will, some of those pictures today, it's fucked. <laughs> of crucifixion? It's real. Like, they actually do it with people. Yeah, I'm not even kidding. People sign up, or I don't know if they sign up, but people <laughs> show up, and they have a giant wooden cross, and people get nailed to it. They yeah. put nails through the hands, and they just kind of like, like, you know... Get crucified. And this is a thing that happens in the Philippines. Yeah. And the Pope came out and he was like, guys, don't do this. Yeah, let's get rid of that country. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> no. Whole, not the country. Whole Just place is a write-off, man. No, the whole country. <laughs> <laughs> we can use the land for other things. Let's go get them. Oops. Yeah, no. And like other Filipino people, they'll dress up as um, Roman <laughs> soldiers and they'll like carry out the crucifixion. Like they recreate it. <laughs> and it's so like... It's so accurate because they actually nail people to the crosses. That's crazy. But yeah, like we're talking about this earlier. If that wasn't Christianity, that would just be a cult. You know I know. What I mean? if, yeah. if, people, if they get another like religious group did that, it's like, oh, they're a cult. But it's Christianity. It's just, oh, it's like, no. I mean, then, then people are still like frowning on it, but yeah, it's more it, normalized than. It's daddy Christianity. You know, you don't fuck with the Catholic, the Catholic Church, man. Yeah. You know? Well, actually, um, the Pope came out and he was like, guys, don't do this. Guys, knock it off. He's like, stop. Stop <laughs> Why recreating. Why doesn't someone tell the Pope to tell his own priest to stop touching kids? I know. They're uh, throwing stones in a glass house, really. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, come on, dude. I mean, yeah, if we want to weigh it between people willingly getting crucified and touching kids, I mean, we know which one is worse. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. It's not like it's the fact that it happens. Also, the fact that when they get caught doing it, they don't get punished legally. No, they just get moved around. They just get sent to Rome, which is better for them. Like they all like it more. It's almost like encouraging their priests to touch kids. That's the thing. Like any problematic behavior within these very powerful uh, like institutions like the Catholic Church, even like policing. That's what happens. Like cops do something bad in the States. Uh, they just get transferred somewhere else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They just go to another state and they continue to harass and douche. You know, like, because they don't share with each other, like, the personnel files and stuff mm-hmm. for a cop. So you can get hired and, like, they won't even know that you uh, 
got fired from your last policing place mm-hmm. for like i don't know like getting naked and running down the street shooting your weapon off or something hmm. you know <laughs> i mean that sounds kind of fun <laughs> they call them uh, they call them gypsy cops a little <laughs> bit of an outdated term yeah a little but, bit you know it's a common theme you got to have a little bit of racism in there if it's a cop <laughs> yeah. term you know i guess so <laughs> it's got to be on brand you know mm-hmm. it's got a stick but anyway um yeah we're gonna go to the philippines mm-hmm. and we're gonna crucify logan Yes, yeah. please. Yep, let's do it. Is he naked when we do it? Yeah, I think I, you I have mind. the option to be naked. I think I have to. Would you choose naked? Wasn't Jesus naked? No, he had like a little towel, a little loincloth on. Yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll wear a loincloth. Okay, that'll be it. I hope the wind blows. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I don't know. Is it called a loincloth or is it just a robe? I think well, he had like a robe. a robe's like a full thing, right? I think he has like the thing around his waist that covers like. Yeah, it was just like around his waist, but it yeah. also could have been a full robe like that was taken True, off. True. Yeah. At least, at least that's what they tell us he was wearing. Yeah. Yeah, we don't know. They we also tell know. us he was white with long hair and a beard. Maybe he was back. the long hair <laughs> part is probably true. Dude, I'm saying if Jesus came back and he was like, hey, everybody, I'm back, you know, follow me. They wouldn't fucking believe him because it'd yeah. be like a five foot five brown guy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And they'd be like, where's our six foot tall white guy with blue eyes? <laughs> you know, where's that guy? Yeah, really. What'd you do with him? <laughs> where is he? <laughs> that, that's the thing about religious people, man, is like, they're all about Jesus and they're all like, oh, Jesus is within you and he's everywhere. But then as soon as you go and tell them that you're Jesus, they're all fucking angry at you. <laughs> you can do everything but say you are Jesus or you're God. Well, I mean, we're not Jesus or God, so I mean, no. But like, if I, if, if the real, this is my point. Like, if the real Jesus came back, they wouldn't believe it. Yeah. I and guess. if like God actually presented Himself, they wouldn't believe it either. Well, he starts like doing some like super like mythical shit, like walking on water and like I don't know, floating and stuff. Yeah, I know. Cool. Maybe the water was just really shallow. <laughs> it was just ice, actually. <laughs> He's just skating. <laughs> <laughs> they just had never seen skates before, so they're like, oh my god. He was actually just in creative mode. Yeah. He was yeah. walking over the water. <laughs> Is it a hate crime to say we should burn down churches? Yeah, yeah. probably. Oh, okay. No, I'm not saying that then. <laughs> I'm God suggesting damn. it. I'm not saying it. Jesus. Is it a hate crime to if I went around and told people I was Jesus? No. There was a homeless guy who used to hang out by my old work, and he would tell people he was Jesus. Maybe he was. Yeah, how I do you know, know he wasn't? He fit the description, but he also... <laughs> If I'm going back to my earlier point, he was not a five foot five Arab. Oh, what was God. he? He was like a he's a white guy. He's kind of tall. He had his beard and long oh, so hair. So maybe Jesus is real, and that actually was him. <laughs> I don't know. Well, then I met him and I uh, told him to get off the property. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, you gotta go. <laughs> I know. I hate having to do that, man. Like working at that spot in Halifax, homeless people kind of like they congregate around there, and I hate having to tell them to go away. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I I gotta I gotta get paid and I can't get fired for mm-hmm. um, facilitating homelessness mm-hmm. on the property. But dude, if you really cared, you would get fired and let them have one of your jobs. Yeah, but you don't. I know. I'm a I'm a fake fake progressive. I'm just a <laughs> hater. Yeah. I am fully transformed into a hater of everything and all things. That's true. Parker doesn't like anything. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I like three things in this world. Jesus. Jesus, Phoenix Suns. I don't even like them anymore. Oh. Jesus, just Devin Booker, and white people with blue eyes. Oh my God! God damn it, Parker! You guys canceled. 
I didn't I, say I don't like other. Oh no, I did say that. You did say that. <laughs> you said I only like three things. <laughs> yeah, shit, I did say that. <laughs> you said you said yeah, you said Devin Booker, then white guy, blue eyes, and he's not. That. Yeah, he's but, not that. But the way he plays is so magical that it makes up for it. <laughs> I don't know. I like I like three things. I like Adam Driver in Marriage Story, Adam Driver in Black Klansman, and Adam Driver in The Last <laughs> Duel. Logan, what about your three things? That's what I like. My three things? Um, I, I don't know. I, don't, I know what Logan likes. Video games, <laughs> candy, <laughs> Pokemon cards. <laughs> okay, I got mine. Um, not will, will not hear. <laughs> And will not existing. <laughs> that kind of sucks. Because if, if, if a genie came here and was like, I'm going to give you guys your three things, you know, he'd just make me disappear and then that'd be it. Yeah, three times be awesome. Whereas I would get three Adam drivers to hang out with. <laughs> stupid wish. What would you guys, for real, what would you guys wish for? You have one wish from a genie. You can't just be like all the money in the world. Infinite wishes. Yeah, I was gonna say Don't, three, three more infinite, wishes. I'm gonna maybe? cheese you guys, it. No, you guys, you guys, that's a dumb answer. You have one wish, literally one. You can't have any more, no matter what you say. And you can't just say all the money in the world. What do you wish for? The uh, ability to like to I don't do anything. Like like stop. Like omnipotence. No, yeah. let's let's yeah. go. Let's go like an item or an experience. What do you choose? Oh, so you're you're pretty much stripping it down to what the Make a Wish Foundation can grant for you. Yeah. Okay. So, which we already did that. I done the shoot will twice. <laughs> twice. <laughs> what? I don't In know. In case you missed the first want, time. Yeah. <laughs> can I also say you can do that without a genie? <laughs> yeah, but like, I'm, I'm not sure. supporting it. But you'll make it more. I'll make it more magical. <laughs> Sorry. No, I'm kidding. I like Will. What's with this um, Will hate? Because he called me out. For, <laughs> I don't know. I had to come back at you or something. Well. <laughs> Here's the thing. You Logan's get, the guy that gets roasted and just pulls out a gun. Yeah. Here's <laughs> the thing. You get rid of me, you're now paying double the rent you usually pay. Your mom will pay it. Oh, <laughs> um, let's go. That's a. This is a long-distance dap-up. Your mom it. already pays me to hang out with you, so. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, I, I don't know what my genie wish would be. Logan would be like, I just want to have sex with the genie. Can I do that? Is that, <laughs> the, is that on the table? <laughs> it is. Yeah, that. Okay. Yeah, what's your guess? Mine would be to watch Logan have sex with the genie. <laughs> you guys it? are like weird perverts. You know? <laughs> All perverts are weird. <laughs> what mean, perverts are you, normal? Have you met a normal one? Yeah, well, it's just a normal pervert. We're <laughs> weird ones. <laughs> no, you guys are weird, man. <clears throat> like, I, I'm very simple. I'm a man of simple taste. If a genie came up to me and said, Will, you can have whatever you want. I just want to fly. You know? Oh, like the ability to fly? The ability to fly, like levitate, you know? Mm. Like Superman. Mm -hmm. I think it'd be kind of dope. But the thing with genies, like they twist things. So you wish to fly and you give like a wing out of your fucking forehead that just like... You just turn into like some contorted, twisted like way of you being able to fly. Is that genies or... I feel like that's something else from mythology. Is genies just something that if you wish for it... It's like from from a show. It's from a show, yeah. But like, what is it? I think it's genies. They deliver on your wish, but there's like consequences. Yeah, so it's like you say you've won all the money in the world. It's like you rob... It's like you get the money, but everybody thinks you rob the bank or something like that. I'm going to say... Cops are after you. I don't think this concept is from a show. I think it's from a... Something much older than that. Yeah. You know, like, of it's that, like, lesson, careful what you wish for. Yeah. But, no, I don't know. Like, what is it? Like, I can fly, but, um, like, I shit bricks now or something. Something like, oh, well, yeah. But Wait, see, that'd be kind of cool. If you can fly and shit bricks. <laughs> it's like, what do you mean? That's sick. That's amazing. 
Start breaking every yeah. nice car you see. I would. Yeah. Yeah, I'm oh, like that. Lambos, Bugattis. I'd find Andrew Tate and drop a brick on his Bugatti. Mm. Top yeah. G. <laughs> Do you have sparkling water? <laughs> yeah. I gotta I gotta start watching more Andrew Tate. Andrew Fuck oh, man. I cannot ooh, talk uh-oh. today. I gotta start watching more Andrew Tate content so my um Andrew Tate impression can get better. Yeah, that's why you should watch more Andrew Tate content. <laughs> yeah, like I think you like his personality. No, dude. I Are you hate. an Andrew Tate fan, Will? I do not like Andrew no. Tate in Take any capacity. Andrew Tate's, uh, Will's an Andrew Tate fan. And Will's genius. I want to meet Andrew Tate. <laughs> I want to meet Andrew Tate I so, I can, uh, so I can kickbox him. Actually, I would just like nipple twist him and run away. <laughs> That's what I would do. Because like, I'm not, who am I kidding? I can't fight anybody. I've accepted that too. I'm not a fighter. I'm not built for fighting. You know? Mm-hmm. Like if anybody wants to kick my ass, they can do it. All right, I guess we'll find out then. I think that too. I've never been in a fight, and I like to project confidence in those scenarios. Like when I was at uh, whatever it's called <laughs> a few weekends ago, and I like like I acted like I was actually going to fight someone. Well, I think if I ever fought someone that was remotely close to the same size as me, I'd have no chance. Yeah, I know. They would yeah. have to be substantially smaller than me yeah. for me yeah. to win in that fight. Yeah. Like okay. I've I've fought people before in middle school. <laughs> <laughs> when you, why is that last, last month why is it <laughs> <laughs> yeah Will just goes to middle school and say every weekend or every week and just fights kids no I fought people in middle school man like I think it was around that time when I hit puberty so like my testosterone was like through the fucking roof man like off the charts so I was just looking to throw hands with any motherfucker like it was on site man and I got in trouble a couple times for it somebody beats you in four square just Start going off at them, dude. Foursquare, there's no mercy in Foursquare. Oh, dude, it was there's so bad. Never, it was is not a gentleman's game. There are no rules. It is a bare knuckle brawl in Foursquare, dude. There was when we played Foursquare so much, it got so intense that um our whole like the two grade like I don't know six classes, all the boys, all the boys played, all got sat down in one class one time and got told the rules because we kept fucking fighting with each other over the rules and getting like and getting in arguments and a teacher brought us all in a classroom sat us down said you gotta stop doing this and showed us the official rule book for foursquare why there's an take... official rule book yeah i always thought this was something that was like invented by children like no it's a, it a thing and he showed us it's like stop fighting this is how you play it like fuck off fuck off <laughs> yeah, that's how they ended the meeting <laughs> yeah. fuck off guys yeah we used to get in fucking brawls yeah. At Foursquare, man. Yeah. Me too. Like, my school had this, like, we all thought for a while that the rule was whoever was king at the time at Foursquare, because you know how, um, like, you get mm. everybody else out, you move up to king. We thought that the king could make any rules they wanted. <laughs> and, like, this, like, didn't even pertain to Foursquare. Like, the king could be like, oh, you waiting in line to play, take off your shoes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, and then everybody be like, you gotta do it. He's the king. <laughs> So like pretty much if you were king of Foursquare, you were like the dictator of the playground. Mm, I guess so. You know, you could enact fucking prima nocta if you wanted mm. to. And our game we played is like, I think everybody did this, but there'd be yeah, like you know, your swings. There'd be a bunch of people on the swings going at different paces and like oh, different yeah. times. And yeah. People oh. take turns running through. The original Animal Crossing. Yeah, there was one time like I was running through and I got hit, but it was like, 
I was impressed by how good I was hit. It was like out of a cartoon. Like it was like I got hit like the guy was swinging back and me like with his with his back, and I like flew like right in the middle like my chest and I like flew backwards like flat on my back like fucking five feet backwards. I like it was a perfect hit. I like got up like holy shit. Let's do it again. That game was fun because you get hit with somebody going full speed on the swings, they'll do some damage to you. You yeah. know. Like so, there was that added uh, like element of danger that just made it so much better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We he... just played tackle football on the pavement. Yeah, that was fun. Oh, football got banned at my middle school because of that. People were getting hurt. Uh, no, we. Um, so of course it started out tackle football. Yeah, and then they realized um, like, oh shit, the kids are out there tackling each other into rocks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like, they were like, oh, you guys have to play uh, two hand touch football now. So we did that, but you know, like a two hand, when they say two hand touch, the meaning is so ambiguous <laughs> because a two hand touch can be a full on like push. <laughs> so kids were getting like pushed into the woods because there was a, there's a really steep drop by my uh, middle school. So kids Which are getting pushed in the woods. Smart place for a, a really big drop is right mm. next to a middle school. Dude, this is, oh, this is so weird that it was right there. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm talking about oh, at, Hillcrest, I'm at Hillcrest Middle School. Yeah. There was a huge woods next to it. With a dangerously polluted lake right under the big drop. <laughs> I know. Like, we, yeah. looking back on it, it was so fun. But I went to such a fucked place for middle school. <laughs> like, you could be, you could be again, a weird pervert. And you could hide in the woods with, a, with binoculars and a glass of, like, apple juice and some donuts. Apple juice. I don't know. I'm trying to think of what perverts drink. Ooh. Thanks for that, Parker. Sorry, yeah. drop my phone, everyone. I'm trying to think. Like, what do perverts drink? Apple juice probably isn't cum. too far off. Well, I mean, I know cum. a lot of people who drink cum who aren't perverts. That's true. <laughs> Name <Yeah>. some. <laughs> Parker Worker. <laughs> no, no um, I mean, like, yeah, they probably enjoy a nice glass of apple juice. I, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to preface this. I love chocolate milk. No hate to chocolate milk. Oh, probably chocolate yeah. Milk. Yeah, okay, I agree. I don't like chocolate like, milk. Like, I'm never going to order chocolate milk at a restaurant. But those who do, those are the ones. Yeah, that's big pervert energy. Mm. Mm. Chocolate milk. You hear that, everybody? Don't order chocolate milk at restaurants. No, it's you're, fine to buy a carton of it and bring it home. You're weird for that. Yeah, mm. that's true. Especially if you drink it with a straw. <laughs> that's what I mean. Any any pervert could set up camp by the woods in my middle school and just watch us with like a box of donuts and binoculars. And no one would know because the woods were so thick. Hmm. You know, I'm really surprised like I wasn't abducted as a kid or there aren't like videos of me playing football on some sketchy website. <laughs> you know, you see Will sitting by the woods like an arm reaches out and just fucking yanks him. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's a, a video title, Jackpot, group of kids playing tackle football. Yeah. Oh, dude, speaking of Jackpot, that was another like middle school playground True. game. There's a, we played a variation of it in my middle school. So like, you know, how you, yeah, like so like we played like on a soccer field. So they have like, um, like the, it was like wooden, this wooden like goalpost mm-hmm. without the net. Yeah. And the person with the, like who would be the, the guy who throws it would throw and say, you know, like jackpot, whatever. But the art thing was you had to catch it and then run back to the guy who threw it, give him back the ball to get the points, and all the other people try to tackle you. That's sick. So we would play that, and it was super fun. The people getting like thrown around, tackled, it was super sick. Even teachers joined in once or twice, but eventually, I don't know, kids. I think some. Bitch got hurt. <laughs> I'm gonna say bitch. I'm, not, I'm referring to like everybody, like uh, some pussy. Somebody no, got hurt. Bitch is a gender neutral term. Yeah, that's what I mean by that. So 
Someone got hurt, got shut down, and but yeah, it was really fun. And people just getting fucking laid out trying to get it back to the guy. It, it was fun. So wait, your teachers were tackling you? Well, in no, school? they they would like tackle. Like they would catch it. We all try to tackle the teacher, but like teacher wasn't going around like fucking like hit sticking kids. No, the teacher was going. Oh, I want all these kids to touch me. <laughs> it's like uh, Logan as a teacher, like Mr. McDougal seems to only be tackling me. <laughs> <laughs> really weird, and he won't get up after like ten seconds. Like. My my butt my buckle's always like undone. Oh, <laughs> so you cross the line. <laughs> we should bring back those games, you know. Yeah. Let's just go to the park someday and play four square. No, let's go jackpot. to Citadel and play jackpot mm. from the top of the hill. Yeah, the run back up. Dude, yeah. we're already children when we go to Citadel. Mm. Like yeah. we already push each other down the hill. <laughs> Except now we're under the influence, so no, it's, it's like just guys being dudes. Yeah. Yeah. It's allowed. No, it is allowed, but that's what I'm saying is we already do that. Did you apparently Citadel on like weekend nights, late night is like the meetup spot for gay people to hook up. I know it's the meetup spot for sex. Really? I think it's gay sex. I don't know. Like I I go up there, I think it's definitely car sex. Oh yeah. Like motherfuckers aren't fucking in the view of Halifax. Yeah, like it's it's sexy, man. You go up there, you got all the lights over the water. You know, put anybody in the mood. But like I used to go um, running there, so my route was I'd run around Citadel twice, and then I'd go up to the hill to finish. No, <laughs> pun intended. But as I was running up the hill, there were always condom wrappers on the ground. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, like people were fucking up there, you know? Damn. Like, it was a regular like there was just like orgies up there every night. Huh. God damn. So if anyone ever asks you to go up to the top of Citadel Hill with them, you know what's going down. So you know what that means. Yeah. Getting a little Citadel dome. You ain't going for history lessons, I'll tell you that. <laughs> you guys, do you guys ever go in that? Like I've the, been there once, before? yeah. As a kid when I used to live in Mount Union. Yeah, yeah. No. It's kind of cool in there. It is pretty cool. Yeah, you know, a little piece of history. Yeah. Parker seems like the guy who would just hate museums. Oh, he dude, they're stupid. <laughs> like, what are we talking about? We don't act like people go to museums to have fun. <laughs> I don't know. I had a lot of fun. I like this summer. I went to uh, like the ROM in Toronto. That was pretty mm. cool. Here's the thing about that: you made up that it was fun. <laughs> okay. I know the whole time you were there, you're like, I could leave right now. I went to the no. National History Museum here in Halifax. I enjoyed it. No, it's there's cool. A, there's a turtle there. It was Let's be awesome. honest. I enjoy. I was. I was happy. I liked it. Yeah, he finished. Yeah. But, but if, 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 if someone said, let's go get five guys instead of the museum, what would you have said? After after the museum? No, what would you have said? You let's said one five option, guys. five guys or museum. Exactly. Well, that, that does not mean I hate museums. You don't have to hate museums to acknowledge that they're not fun. They are fun. That's they're a, not. That's faulty logic, though, because if I was like, Parker, would you rather go to a museum or have sex with Emily Rodajkowski? And then you would obviously pick... Emily Radic. I so I pick, can't be like, oh, therefore museums suck. I would pick just about anything over a museum. Really? Okay. If uh, I told you that we were going to strap you to my bed mm -hmm. and we were going to whip your balls with my belt. Mm -hmm. Okay. I know where this is going. If, I, if I don't have to learn about old culture that has no implications anymore, I will do that. Oh, like it's cool to see the stuff, man. Yeah. Like you just go there, you look at it, you walk around. You know, you read some of the plaques and you try not to think about how it got there. That's yeah. all you do at museums. And it's, it's pretty fun. I don't know. I like it. Me too. And, you okay, walk okay. around, look at things, go, oh, that's cool. It's not. <laughs> I will. And then leave. I will admit there are museums that are better than others. 
for sure. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if you're in a quality museum, I think you can have a good time. Yeah, and there's mall food courts that are more entertaining than any museum. The, the mall food court at a shop at the, what the fuck is it called? The shopping center here? Mm-hmm. Sucks. I don't like it. Yeah, it's not that good. The people who like museums are the same people that like sushi. Sushi's I like sushi. A, I, they're both great. No, sushi's an Instagram food. It, it's amazing. It's not. Sushi's awesome. It's not. People eat it because it's a social thing. It's, I enjoy sushi. Uh, yeah, I like sushi too, man. I don't. You're. This is internalized. You guys, you guys have let the world change your opinion on things. I like it. I like sushi. No, you don't. You like the <laughs> you like the idea of. I want to walk out. You're like hating sushi, hating museums. <laughs> you guys like the idea of sushi, not sushi. So like if I told you, Parker, if I was like, "Hey, um, you know, let's go grab a bite. Let's go get some sushi. Go to a museum." <laughs> I'd, I'd kill myself. <laughs> Okay, I changed my genie wish. My wish for Parker to go to a museum alone, stay there for like, at least eight hours. Dude, museums can be fun. Have you seen a, a certain Ben Stiller movie called <laughs> yeah, yeah, Night at the Museum? How can you not like museums after If museums that? had live animals that could talk and run around that aren't a turtle, maybe. Dude, that's the thing, though, is it happens up here. It's in your head. Yeah. You know, like you bring them to life. You, you know what else is in my head while I'm at a museum? What? <laughs> Any other option, <laughs> but if you're not a museum. Museums are cool. I fuck with museums and sushi. Okay, here, here's you're my... You're allowed to, Logan. You're allowed to, but I need you to understand that that's you implanting something in your brain that you don't believe. I it's believe like, both of those. This you is Parker. Don't. He's like, you guys are cucked by sushi and museums, yeah, and you yeah. are you have this Stockholm syndrome yeah. over sushi I and like museums. I history and stuff like that, so... And stuff like that. Oh, really? Name yeah. every year. Yeah. <laughs> okay. One, what happened? Two, what happened? What cool happened in 1942? World War II. <laughs> well, it was going on. Yeah. I don't know what happened. Oh, I like history. <laughs> I like history. What happened in 1942? No clue. I don't like history. <laughs> I don't know what you expect me to answer that. Well, yeah, that's happened? true. Parker doesn't go to museums. Yeah. I like um, dinosaurs. I think the United States joined either in 1942 or 43. One of those dates. So I wasn't so. wrong. Well, I knew World War II was happening. Yeah, it was happening, but that was a big shift in the wars when the United States joined. Pearl Harbor happened, mm-hmm. which uh, the anniversary was just a couple days ago for Pearl Harbor. Mm-hmm. You know what they call it? What? P-Day. Really? No, I'm just fucking with oh, you. Pushing P-Day? <laughs> pushing P-Day. No. Gunna, just a gunna concert. <laughs> they like gun out of jail for the one day. So here's the thing, Parker. Emily Rodajkowski says, I want to go on a date with you. Okay. But our date is we're going to a museum. Uh-huh. Do but, you go with her? No. Then we're getting sushi after. No. But after that, we go to the Phoenix Suns game. No. One, I don't need a girl at the Phoenix Suns game to ruin my experience. <laughs> Two, I <laughs> don't need to go to a museum with em- with or without Emily Ratajkowski. Three, I'm not eating sushi. Have you tried sushi? Yes. Okay, here. I'm gonna. F- Do you like rice? I love rice. I have rice every night. Do you like fish? I do, but only cooked salmon. That's fine. Well, they they got some like vegetarian options if you want to be lame about it. But but here's they the got thing: some. It's, it's still sushi. They're not good. I will admit they're not good. There's some good vegetarian but... sushi. Okay. Logan's lame. So <laughs> you guys cannot convince me. No, it's a it's a transformative experience, man. When you try raw salmon for the first time, there are flavors in there that get taken away by cooking it. Hmm. Yeah, you know, like of course you got to go out there and get some sushi grade salmon, like some of the safe stuff, because lame, right? Mm-hmm. But 
No, there's some stuff in there that's like good. I'm telling you. Yeah. It'll change your life. We should okay, go to so, Sushi Nami like sometime soon okay. and change your opinion. Okay, I'll Uber Eats Subway while you guys are there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, sorry, but I just picture that us all eating sushi at a table with a fucking foot-long steak and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's go, let's do this then. Okay. So you have two options. Yes. This is for Logan. Cheeky neighbor breakfast or sushi at night? Dude. Answer it. Dude, right you, now, you're thinking he, too long. That's unfair. You know cheeky he's neighbor. horny for cheeky, cheeky neighbor. neighbor. But that doesn't mean I don't like sushi. It does. Dude, that is, that's the biggest logical fallacy I've that's ever heard. Like, but you guys aren't <laughs> winning the argument. No, but you're saying that if I like something better than sushi, then I don't yeah, like you sushi. You don't have an argument. That's my argument. If sushi. I like something more than something else, I don't like the other, the other thing. Yeah, the exactly. Thing. You can only like one thing in each category. So, wait. Why is... Why is Cheeky Neighbor and Sushi the same category? Food. Yeah, but if you want to break <laughs> it down, Cheeky Neighbor is breakfast. and Both food. Logan doesn't even get breakfast at Cheeky Neighbor. He gets chicken. And waffles. So <laughs> there you go. Half and half. And there's hash browns. So it's more two out of three breakfast. And it is on the breakfast menu. Hash browns are fries. That's a lunch item. Not in the hash brown form. Nope, they're fries. Parker. <laughs> what? Am I are, pissing you, you off? You are uncultured in food. Am I pissing you <laughs> no. off? Aww. <laughs> Oh, no, it's all sad. I'm making him mad. Wait, are mashed potatoes fries too? They are. No, because mashed potatoes came before fries. Oh, okay. Did they? Probably. I don't know. <laughs> fries are made from potatoes. Did... Bloodburger's logic. My logic is correct at all times. <laughs> you guys know I could come up with an argument for literally anything and piss you off by the end of it. <laughs> I'm just like exhausted with this. Oh, you guys are all tired and sad. You guys like sushi. Maybe that's why. It's running down your metabolism. <laughs> Fuck. I haven't had sushi in a while. Come on, we'll get sushi later. Yeah, just a spite, Parker. Let's do it. Yeah. I would be glad to leave while you guys go get sushi. You know, you know what's cool about sushi? What? Sometimes they serve it on a naked person. You ever seen that? No. Yeah. The like, eating the skin off the person would taste no, better than eating... sushi. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know. It's cool. You ever seen like somebody's like lying down and they got sushi all over them? I now have. that I, now that I say that, it sounds very bourgeoisie and. <laughs> very exploitative yeah a little bit i mean if somebody came up to me with a good deal they're mm -hmm. like you know we'll pay you this much per hour if you lie down and let a bunch of rich assholes eat sushi off your dick i think i'd do it i'd do yeah. it they're probably like cleaning like pretty good too like give you a proper oh yeah no they would scrub me down man yeah. <laughs> they don't know where i've been <laughs> I've been to I've been to the dome. I've mm. I've been to the corners of Halifax, you know? This Filipino boy has to be clean properly for me to serve sushi off him. They would get me so clean, man, they'd exfoliate, yeah. you know. It'd be the cleanest I've ever been. I like I want sushi now that we talk about it so much. The thing is you don't. I I literally like do. I literally do. Like I know the facial expressions you have when you make things up and that is one of them. Okay. You agree? I <laughs> I'm not going to argue it. Yeah, because you can't. <laughs> this is what I do, guys. It, it's, I know. This you're is like, what you're you so do. good at it. <laughs> <laughs> Spill my drink. Good. He's so good at just hammering the same point 
Exactly. Over and over. But again. at the same time, not even having a point. Well, it's just like it's ga- <clears throat> it's gaslighting. It, it's gaslighting oh, it's to its <laughs> fucking fullest. Peak gaslighting. Like Parker was gaslighting for gaslighting was a thing. Mm-hmm. He actually was. Yeah. Now I was thinking about it. Yeah. I was. I I was the original gaslighter. I had convinced. Yeah. Don't let him gaslight into you into. Th- <laughs> no, but he actually was. <laughs> into like, believing name, that he's the original person. gaslighter. Name one person that gaslit you before me. No, I, you. Uh, it was man, okay. I. Parker did gaslight before gaslighting was like a term yeah. people use. You guys remember that time I predicted the entire NBA game? Yeah, I gaslighted. That was I okay. That you was the thing of that. like that. That was unbelievable when yeah. you did that. That was what did you do? It was that the, was it was a finals crazy. game or a Christmas Day game? Yeah. I don't remember something like that. We were all at Logan's house. There was like a group of five of us probably. Yeah, it was Warriors and Raptors. It was Warriors and somebody. Yeah, it might have been a finals game. Warriors Cavs. Maybe yeah. it was something, and essentially, I was like, guys, I like, I watch a lot of basketball, especially the Warriors, because like that time they were the best team in the league. I was like, I'm gonna be able to predict pretty much every play. So I wouldn't say every play, but like maybe every two or three plays. No, I would dude, say you something. got like 95. percent No, I know I got everything right, yeah. but I wouldn't call every single play. Like oh. I would take a couple plays in between. Yeah. But I would literally be like, oh, uh, Tristan Thompson is gonna get a block here on this mm. on Steph Curry on this next play. Mm. And it happened. And I went like 95% probably. It was for the crazy. Whole game. It'd be like, oh, except Curry's going to pass Andre Iguodala, going to miss a shot. And then yeah. Andrew Bowe is going to get a rebound and dunk it. Yeah. That, that would happen. Yeah. It was unbelievable. Yeah. It was I crazy. did do that. You should think about a, a career in this. Yeah. Mm. A career in the score app being ahead of the TV and the guy's not noticing I was checking my phone. You could have like the, yeah, this have the, you could have the craziest parlay. Oh, is that what you were doing? <laughs> yes. That's what Wait. I'm saying. I gaslit you guys. Wait, yeah, what did no. you do? The TV you, you was behind that. the score app. So oh, was, you ruined that for <laughs> me, dude. I thought you actually did. I was refreshing the score app. Are you serious? Yeah. You fucking ruined that whole story for That's, me by the way, that is a six-year bit I kept to myself. That's actually huge. This has been this was six years. I, I just know. got this truth revealed to me. I don't know if that's gaslighting. I think it's just, like, fraud. I think it's just lying. <laughs> I'm also great at that fraud a, and lying. You built that up for six years. Yeah. But I will say this. The first half was real. Okay. The first half was entirely I real. I believe you. No, the first half was entirely real because okay. we paused it. At halftime. Yeah. So then when I came back from the second half, I was like, oh shit, I can actually like ramp this up and keep it going. Because the first half, I didn't do as much. I maybe called like 10 plays the entire first half. And then the second half, we paused it like to get cookies or something. Came back down. I was like, perfect. So what I did is I kept track. Um, So I'd I'd see a play. It was like uh, LeBron hit step back three. And then I would read the play before that, which let's say it was a Clay Thompson missed layup. So I would have that in my mind. And then when Clay Thompson missed a layup, I'd go, okay, I think LeBron's going to hit a three here. Oh, okay. So that's what I did for the second half. The first half was actually guessing it. Wow. Yeah. Damn. Wow. See, man, my can, world has changed. I can do that with TV shows. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, well, no, that's... for real, though. Like, I can always tell what's going to happen because every TV show follows this, like, same kind of, like, rhythm, you know? So I can do that. Like, I've been watching a lot of Modern Family lately. So I can tell because it's like such a stereotypical archetypal TV show. So I can just like tell what's already going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like misunderstanding here. This happens here. This person will do this. Mm-hmm. So TV is ruined for me now because I've watched too much of it. That's yeah. true. Mm-hmm. Just like how you've watched too much basketball. I haven't watched too much basketball. The cool thing about basketball is it's not predictable. Yeah. I don't know. I can predict basketball depending on what you have to predict. Like, you can pick who's going to win a game. But you can't predict every play. Yeah, that's right. Like, basketball, something new happens every play. That's Stephen Curry is going to shoot a three. Yeah, but is he going to make it or miss it? Well, he's going to make it, like, what, 40% of the time? Yeah, 40-ish. So I'm just, like, it, basketball, it's, I mean, obviously, we can we don't need to talk about this, but live sports are, there's it's never 
really repetitive. Yeah. I find football is a little repetitive. I find Dude, I watch football once a year. Super Bowl. Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. Yep, yeah. That's it. I watch it for the halftime show. Well, no, I like the Super Bowl, but I don't really like watching regular season. Like I haven't watched much this year. I find the halftime show has been kind of shitty lately. Yeah, because they're I mean, not the weekend. Um what was that like 2019? 2020. 2020. Weekend I, killed it. I like yeah. the weekend. A lot of people no, hate it. No, weekend was 2021. Then it was like Eminem and, then and like last Suka year was Eminem, Dr. Dr. Dre, Suka. Oh, and then 2020 was. was the one. Uh, was Shakira? Shakira, J Lo, and then the year before that was the one uh, where Travis Scott was on it. But I don't remember who was the main show. Can we talk about how everybody got mad at that Shakira halftime show? Why she? I thought it. it was great. They did so good. No, yeah. people. No, like it's it was the fucking Karens that were mad because they were like, oh, uh, it's so sexualized. I hate it. Oh no. You're your giving a twelve-year-old kid watches porn every day, and you're worried about <laughs> the Super Bowl halftime show. That is facts. Like, come yeah. on. Like, oh no, Shakira gave my son a boner. Jody's <laughs> normal. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, okay, hang on, hang on, hang on. Logan, are you saying people who don't get boners from girls aren't normal? No, no, that's not like that's what you normal. said. That's, well, that's, that's what he said. That's, that's a normal. Not what I was inferring. Okay, good. He is sexually awake. Good. Yeah. There you go. You know, like. If the weekend gave him a boner, cool. That's expected too. That's allowed. Totally the allowed. Week, creeping on Metro Boomin's album gave me a boner. There you go. That's a good song. That's my favorite it's one off the so album. So good. But like, apparently, it's a cover. Like the weekend's whole verse is a cover of another song. No, you just ruined it for me. Not that it's bad. A lot of people have done covers of it. I guess it's like a legendary chorus. Oh, I'm gonna have to go look it up now. Because yeah, maybe go look it up. that's what I do when I find out a song is a cover. I look up the original because I'm like, oh, maybe I'll like the original better. Sushi and museums. Who knew? I just, it's not. Museums like get, but sushi. I just think sushi, like people like go to get sushi to take pictures of it. That's what I think. It's really good. So wait, you don't believe that they actually eat it? It's not that they don't actually eat it. They they deal with eating it because everyone else is eating it. But they just go there to take pictures with it. So how do you explain sushi existing before cameras? They didn't have other options. (laughs) <laughs> what? There's a lot of more options. No, they didn't. Sushi. They didn't have other options back then. You couldn't cook fish, so they just ate it raw. Wasn't that long ago like, when they didn't have cameras? What do you mean? Cooking stuff was like one of the first things invented. Okay. Your yeah. point? Well, you just said they couldn't cook fish before cameras. How do you know? Because they could. That's just, but you this, don't this know is that. basic knowledge. But were you alive before cameras were invented? No, I was not okay. alive before so cameras were invented. So can you honestly prove to me right now that they could cook before cameras you know how i can <laughs> prove to you because fire existed before cameras you never God. saw it two you don't know that they knew that fire could cook and you're making assumptions and that's science. science i'm gonna say only recent i'm gonna say it's because we're all alive right now and not dead of salmonella no we we're don't alive have parasites yes we're alive because of fucking but we also didn't die because we knew how to cook shit what do you mean everyone died back then the mortality rate was like 45%. Yeah, but not everybody. Everyone. Except for the strong white men. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's true. I'm sorry. That's true. That's not something crazy. What? That's true. That white men are stronger and they just didn't no, die? No, that white men died less. I don't know about that. That's true. Huh. I don't know if I believe that. Why are there so many more brown people now, then? Because the... Okay, I'm not going to say what I'm going to say. Because... <laughs> population growth is much larger in eastern countries now okay well yeah there's a lot more of them but i mean wouldn't 
they have to like when they have to survive to make people yeah because they're finally catching up technology wise western countries have had technology much longer than eastern countries well and you that's can't your that's, argue that. that's your like eurocentric view of what technology means but it's true so you might think it's like more advanced and a lot of there's a lot of like research around why we developed uh like steam yeah, power we took it from everyone else so wait does that does that not negate your argument that no. they didn't have it yeah but they didn't know how to use it it's not my problem they couldn't figure it out <laughs> if someone is playing video games in africa and you're mm. playing video games here and you don't like your video game anymore you go to africa you see oh they have these cool video games sucks they don't know what to do with them you take them and bring them back and then you know what to do with them and then you have fun i mean playing video games i'm not advocating for the imperialism or colonialism or anything like that i mean damn I don't know. Also, oh, there is, we go. Yeah. There we go. I'm 2 and There's Bella Parker's trap of saying uh, just like nonsense. And I don't even know what he's I, saying. I'm just getting worried because Parker is bordering on some very racist talking points. That wasn't racist. It's, you can, let's be honest here. Statistically, mortality rates were much higher in Eastern countries than they were Western countries for a long time. So what, what yeah, like, for a lot of like reasons. Yeah. Plenty of reasons. But I mean, absolutely. Yeah, but you, like that was my point from the start. But you can't necessarily like you're not saying that the if that's because like they're better. No, I don't th actually okay. think that's why. It's, okay, I don't actually you. think we're better. I, I didn't to clarify that. that but. <laughs> no, God, no. You guys are painting me to be a. It's not that hard. You're not making it too difficult. It's wrong. <laughs> I mean, like white people don't age as well as brown people. No, white people age terribly because we yeah. don't take care of ourselves. Mm-hmm. We use like fucking fake cosmetic things and, and all these made up products that we buy into. Whereas clearly the natural. I don't know. It's just like a lot better. Asian people, like the way we work is we look like we're like 20 and then right away we're just like boom, 80. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's no in between. There's no like middle age looking Asian people. Yeah. Oh yeah. Asians you know don't I mean? really age that well either. But well, black people age well, very, very good. Like Middle Eastern age is mm -hmm. very, very good. I find Asian people look young for a long time. Yeah, and so then they do. It's, yeah. a, it's a very it's a switch. sudden switch. Yeah. But that switch doesn't come for like quite later. But for like yeah, white people, it's, like mid forties, like that gradual, like I don't know. White people aging. like look old by like twenty eight. Yeah, dude, white people start losing their hair pretty quickly too. Yeah, like yeah. teenagers start losing their hair. Yeah, at some points. That's like I'm so afraid of that. That's my biggest fear. Yeah, me too. I think like I wouldn't have any riz at all if I was bald. Yeah, I, I need this hair. I need my riz. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, I like hair. I like having hair on my head. Today's episode of the Turnover Podcast is brought to you by the Museum of Natural History. You need a reason to finally accidentally fall off a bridge? The museum is the place for you. We have things like pictures of dead people, stories about dead people, and kids games talking about dead people. Just to remind you of where you can be soon. Come to the museum and then leave one of your life to be natural history. <laughs> Thanks again to the Museum of Natural History for sponsoring this episode of the Turnover Podcast. Wow. I will say this. They got real dead people there yeah. that you can look at. Can you touch them? I don't uh, think so. I mean, you can, but you get in trouble probably. Oh, now I'm intrigued. Like, what if you, like, you don't like going to a museum and seeing, like, a, like a sarcophagus like from, like, an ancient Egypt? I don't know what that is. Like, the thing they keep, like, pharaohs in, like, mummies? Like, the golden, like, kind of tombs they have? Here's the, the thing coffins. about those. You've seen that before. The thing about that is I can Google what they look like. But you see one in real life. It's it's different, yeah. I would want to see one in real life in Egypt. 
Yeah. That's that's a good point. That's also a good point. Because a lot of this shit is looted and like taken yeah. by British colonists. Yeah. yeah so, see, I've turned well. Damn it, Will. <laughs> here's the here's the thing. I have an aversion to museums in the sense that they are like at least here in Western countries, they're essentially a collection of stolen shit mm. from you know that was gotten through very unsavory means throughout the colonial empire of Britain and uh, even from the American the Western hegemony. All of our empires, you know? Yeah. But like fossils, so, though, of like dinosaurs and stuff, that was really cool. They're fake. They're real. No, Parker's a dinosaur truther. They're not They're they're not real. That's a Christian thing. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, the, um, that the dinosaur bones were put in the earth to test our faith. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's what they say, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because here's that. the thing. According to uh, like very fundamentalist uh, Christians, the earth is only 5,000 years old. Really? So yeah, these uh, these dinosaur bones that are obviously much older than that uh, directly contradicts their worldview. Oh, mm-hmm. so what? Oh, I guess because they think it all started. Okay, yeah, yeah. I see. They think um, God created God the universe. Created it, yeah, uh, put people what, on it. Yeah, what do you do? Like yeah. he created the sun and the heavens. And then, yeah, Adam and Eve. Yeah, he created they, Adam and Eve, and they reproduced. Yeah, they believe in that whole thing, and like the existence of dinosaurs just kind of shatters that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the Earth is only five thousand years old. Just so everybody knows, dinosaur bones were put there to test our faith. I make that makes sense. No, I don't know. I, I don't know my stance on that. I just wanted to piss Logan off. <laughs> hey, <laughs> that's true. That would piss Logan off the most. Telling him dinosaurs weren't real. Yeah, that would piss me off. That just make me sad. The realest dinosaur ever is the one on your leg, Logan. Thank you. I guess the oh, man, uh, I'll take it. the tattoo I, I have I on my leg. If that was a burn or not. The one on my leg's actually older than Logan's. Yeah, I guess sharks are older than dinosaurs. Oh, sharks, sharks are older than, well, some, than and, some dinosaurs. And some, yeah. Like sharks, dinosaurs are like 60 million years old. I don't know if sharks Dude, are That's old. what I like about sharks is they're they're perfect. That's yeah. why they have not like, they've barely evolved in the millions of years that they've been on Earth. Because mm-hmm. they don't have to. Like for their environment, they're just the perfect fucking mm-hmm. killing machines. Mm-hmm. I'm, sure, I'm sure Bethany Hamilton would love to hear you say you like sharks. <laughs> Let the Soul Surfer go. Yeah. Soul Surfer, <laughs> yeah. great movie. Yeah. Sad but, what happened to Bethany Hamilton, yeah. but a great movie. And, and like, I like sharks. I think sharks, if anything, devolved. Like they leveled the playing field. Because there used to be like the Megalodon, which is eating everything in the ocean. Like, that shit was hunting fucking t-rexes that one they went swimming in the water really yeah like damn logan like, the dinosaur expert i think it was that anyway but yeah like, like you know like dinosaurs swim from to an island and megalodon would just come up and fucking eat it i don't um, know why i cannot picture a t-rex like going in the water like swimming especially swimming to an island well remember that show we watched on, on apple tv like the dinosaur one it was like planet earth but it was dinosaurs oh i do remember that remember yeah. the t-rex swimming and like i think it was i think it was a megalodon like a mosasaurus that came and ate it Logan watched that and he's like, "It's real footage, guys. <laughs> it's real footage." They sent they sent David Attenborough back in time and he did it. Man, like, okay, if I was gonna die, I'd say like megalodon, even yeah. regular shark. I'd be that's okay. I feel like that'd be a brutal way to go get eaten alive by drown. a fish. That'd also suck. Apparently, drowning is the most peaceful way to die. I feel like that. So nah, yeah, that's like something that happens. You just give up. Because you and give then, up. Yeah. It's but just, your brain's still functioning, so you're just like chilling in the water. Yeah, it's supposed to be um like euphoria, yeah. sort of. It's like I a drug. That. Yeah, like a bliss. And yeah. they say that this is a thing that happens to when you get hypothermia and you die of exposure. Um, you get to a certain point where you're so cold, your nerves just start interpreting it as warmth. Oh. And this is a thing. Like they'll find people who are dead who have taken all of their clothes off, like on, on the on the mountain or something, mm-hmm. 
because they got so cold that they started to think they were hot. So they took their clothes off. They kind of got like delirious and then they just died. Wow. That's crazy. So, I mean, maybe freezing to death is how I want to go. Maybe, yeah. But I feel like the first like 12 hours of that is just hell. Yeah, that would suck. I think you want something quick, like sudden. Yeah. I don't know, like like a shot in the head or something. I don't know. (laughs) Kind of morbid, but... Yeah, yeah, no, that's okay. That's fair. No, people do say that if, if they're going to die from a gunshot wound, you want it to be right through the temple. But at the same time, though, if you get shot, you don't die. Yeah, the you know pain I mean? is that, that would, But also, yeah. if you're in shock, I guess you don't feel it. Yeah. No, but then you live, and then you have like the rep- rep- repercussions of, of sh- like getting shot yeah, your whole life in the well, head. Well, more people survive getting shot than dying. But guess, an yeah. NFL player just came back after three weeks after being shot. Really? Yeah, he was shot three times mm. in an armed robbery and then was playing week four. Speaking of that, like Will, we talked about, talked about this today. There yeah, was like Mike universe, Peak. Yeah, Mike Peak Universe. I think I don't know what university it was. Somewhere in the states, played for a D one football team, killed somebody in self defense, and got suspended. Saw that he was a basketball player. Yeah. No, I thought it was football. It was basketball. No, he was basketball. He's oh, was a, okay. no, he was a power forward. At university of New Mexico, I believe. Oh, okay, but yeah, he yeah. got suspended. So, did you guys see what happened in Idaho? Though I still haven't talked about this. I meant to bring it up last episode. No, what happened? So. Someone went into a college house. I think it was four girls that lived there. Killed three of them. Stabbed them to death. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. No traces. Um, The only markings of something happening was obviously the dead people. But the other roommate had like marks from fighting him off. Oh my god. And there's they have no clue who did it. They have no clue how they got in. They, they they literally have no leads. I think I heard something about yeah. that. Yeah. Do you guys yeah. ever watch uh, Scream Queens with Emma Roberts? No. no. Okay. You, I'm not going to go down that okay. road then. No, it's very it's similar to what happened. Nuts that that can happen. Like so, that person had to be close to them and know a lot of shit about them. Was there well, were, were there signs of forced entry? No. To the house. No. So they oh. probably did know them to open up the door. To yeah. Them. Or they were already in there type thing. Or yeah. Mm-hmm. Holy, that's terrifying. Insane. Yeah. And it was such college girls. So somebody came in and killed three of them? Three of them. Oh, yeah. my God. You hear that, guys? Don't go to college. Yeah, don't go to college. Actually, I'm going to be 100% serious here. Don't go to college. <laughs> don't pay for it. When you say college, like college and university or just like... Yeah, yeah. they're kind of interchangeable. Just don't well, like, pay for yeah. it. It's so dumb to pay so much money to go do it. Especially now, there's so many more avenues to make money. Fuck it. I well, think you got to figure out if it's the right route for you. Yeah. Cause it's definitely, um, it's definitely like forced on a lot of people mm-hmm. in like in the context of high school. Like they do really kind of like, they don't say it explicitly, but they really do kind of hammer in the idea that yeah. like you got, like you go to university, you've kind of like, you've successfully done high school, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every time you meet with someone to choose your classes in high school, it's, you need this one if you want to get into school. Yeah. Right. So I don't know. I just think it's kind of a trap for people who get into it and they might not realize and then it's too late like me. Well, yeah, the problem is, is that it's too expensive. It's too expensive. Yeah. Like people, anyone that's like middle class or lower really can't afford it and they just make it work. It's, it just seems like a bad idea to me. If you get on a scholarship, oh my God, go. Like use that to your fullest advantage. I think it's also, it's got a lot of value in the fact that it's a big learning experience and mm-hmm. you really do like... Personally, yeah. Like, yeah. Like this is going to sound super cheesy, but like you really do find yourself in university. Yeah. You know, like you discover if you like doing your homework, you like books or uh, if you like drinking alcohol through your anus, <laughs> you know, that's where you find out what you really yeah. like. But also I feel like you can do that without university. You can. Like yeah, easily. you can, but you can't do it in the same way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In university, a lot of the times, because if you're not going to university, you still don't have like the financial freedom to be, live alone. Mm. So a lot of times going to university is a lot of people's first experience being alone and like yeah. living for themselves. 
Oh, and yeah. that's what happens. And you don't always realize those changes right away either. Like it takes that's years the, before you. I was just say like we look back. It's like holy shit! Like the stuff that way we grew, way we changed the person is crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, oh I yeah, I'm forever thankful. I I don't like that I went to university. I, I kind of regret it, but I'm forever thankful <clears throat> at how you, much I learned about like myself. I'm and, glad like, it, how to yeah. live. And stuff. You like the person that it turned you into. Yeah. Right. I just is like the changes saying? it's helped me make as a person. Yeah. Like I don't know. I, I still don't think I'm the person I intend to be in five more years. But like, I think university has really helped me figure out, you know, the path at least at least down. where I'd like to go. Yeah, yeah. But I, it hasn't taught me shit. I discovered that I like being dominated and called a little bitch. <laughs> you know, and I learned I like dominating people and call them little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and I learned I really like watching people dominate other people and call them a bitch. Um, Degrade me, daddy. <laughs> yeah. No, but I'm glad. I'm glad I went to university. I enjoyed it, but mm-hmm. um, but yeah, like, like you said, as good like as. Once you get out of high school, obviously you don't have that financial freedom to just go move out. But my like rule of thumb is you have to do something. You can't just sit at home and do absolutely oh, nothing. Yeah. You have to either oh, go yeah. to school, get a job, get a job, or just like find a passion follow and your like dreams, man. Fully like, go for it. That's yeah. Follow, like, like I wish I had these last five years back to just like find one thing I really want to do and just do everything in my power to go try to do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like my financial situation and like living situation, that's just not possible. But mm-hmm. for the people it is possible for yeah. just fucking go for it. So let's say if you're like, passionate about something, you're willing to put, you know, every hour into it and like really just, you love that, whatever it is, then yeah, go for it. Do it. hundred sure. You can always go to school. We're fucking inspiring people. right? That's, that's what I mean, man. You got to like decommodify all these things mm-hmm. so that people are free to kind of explore their passion and they're not forced into one avenue or another. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? But I will say this about university. Um, I think residence, like living in residence is a really unique place and a yeah. really unique experience because yeah. there's ne- there's never going to be another point in your life. Where you are living in a giant building full of like 200 other horny teenagers mm-hmm. where, you know, your meals, you go down, you get them, they're right there, right away. Mm-hmm. You know, like you got a little room, you got maybe somebody else living in that room and that person's cool, hopefully. Yeah. But there's no other place where yeah. you got like all these people together and, you know, you can like fuck and suck and do all the <laughs> shit that you want, you know? Like yeah. it's a it's a great it place. Is. It's a beautiful place. It's a terrifying place, and you know I'm so glad that I spent a year there. Yeah, it, that's that. true. Yeah, I'm glad I'm, I love to spend a year there. I'd be absolutely horrified ever to, to ever go back. And just yeah, it's like, one of those things you don't yeah. go back to residence. Yeah, there's yeah. a guy at SMU who has been there for what, like eight something like eight that. years now on residence. Oh my god, he's a predator. Probably. Like when we got there first year, people were talking about this dude. They were like. That is um, SM. I'm going to say, I'm going to give him initials. That's SM. And he's been here for like three years already. And then Jump, we're like four years ahead. He's still there. <laughs> is he still there, though? Is that. I think confirmed? he's still there, yeah. Because he, uh, he works at the dispensary. I've seen him a couple times. Oh, okay. But yeah, he's still there. Like, hmm. I don't know, man. Like, how do you, how do you be complicit with that? Like, Smooth will be like, okay, man, like, you're done. We're not letting you back in anymore. Well, it's a creepy. <laughs> well, they probably yeah. make, you know how much money they oh, probably make off this he's motherfucker? Paying, he's paying 20 grand a year to be in there. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're fine. With I it. think you get a punch card. I think he's got a free year now. So he's, <laughs> he's got so many uh, That's why he's staying there. He gets punch card. You get, like, a free t-shirt if you stay there for, like, eight years. <laughs> My like, theory. I really want that Smooth t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. My theory is that eight years of, uh, like, meal hall food has given him brain damage. 
through, yeah, meal hall food. Holy shit. And he is incapable of living anywhere else but a university <laughs> residence. <laughs> I think one year of meal hall food gave me yeah, man. brain damage. Meal hall food was, like, great, but also, like, horrible. Like, it was a convenience, amazing. Yeah. Every now and then, they had, like, special meals that were mm-hmm. actually super good. Yeah. I remember one time they had this, like, bar- barbecue bacon, like, cheeseburger. That was good, yeah. Holy fuck, that was good. Yeah. It was definitely fun that it was super accessible and there was always different options mm-hmm. it's just like it which is also funny because now that we're adults most of us should eat the same thing every night <laughs> like i'll cook one thing a week and eat it every night for the week same that's yeah, yeah. That's dude logan's week. on lasagna right <laughs> now lasagna. You, lasagna. you were chilly <laughs> last month and your lasagna on now. my last piece of lasagna now <laughs> dude he's a he's been in garfield mode for like a <laughs> week now because i made this lasagna I'm like oh fuck yeah then like oh shit i have like 12 pieces of fucking lasagna here i got so much <laughs> that's the thing about logan is he finds a food that he likes and he sticks with that shit I do, so. well i made it once and this is like a big portion so of course well, lunch. you did that with pasta salad. You remember your pasta yeah. salad phase? Because people kept fucking giving it to me. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't buy any of that pasta salad. Like my mom gave me some, Ashton gave me some. I all this fucking pasta salad, and I just kept eating it for like a month all summer. That's such a that's such a white person thing to eat. Yeah, I fell in love with pasta salad. Then <laughs> Logan's plate is pasta salad, potato salad, and a slice of pizza. <laughs> Ew, I fucking hate potato salad. I will say that I do not. I like, like potato salad. I like, I like it with the eggs salad. in it. I don't like potato salad. Dude, uh, pizza's got this sick potato salad. Pizza's it's really just, good. Dude, I am fully into pizza right now. Yeah. Like I three sh- times a week, I'm getting something from Pete's. It's good, man. Like their pre, like their stuff they make. There. Either pre-made stuff or the delis, like the mm. the serving sandwiches. Stuff. sandwiches I got a good, yeah. I got a, a spicy beef sandwich. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, dude! Mm. Really good. It's like I I was getting the Montreal forever. Is that the one with the Dijon mustard? Yeah, I got that once too. They load that shit up. I it was like in my nose. I was like it's crying. So it was so bad. I was getting like tortured by you that. Didn't sandwich. like it. Dijon mustard is not spicy. No, that whatever like, they did with that one, it was fucking <laughs> spicy. Like my uh, my whole like head was just like I was a mess. I, I will say sandwich. I will I won't shoplift from Pete's. I won't either. Even like, though it is Sobeys, by yeah, the way. Yeah, they're fairly like corporatized in that sense. Uh, so more you know, personal. Yeah, it, it feels weird to do it from Pete's. Pete's is a New Brunswick company. Is it started in St. John? Maybe it's because everybody there is really nice. I won't do it. Yeah. Yeah. And everyone that's shopping there is really rich, so you feel weirder. Yeah, I don't know. It's just something about it. Like, I have this this moral dilemma. And, of course, I won't hypothetically shoplift from there in a video game. But, like, hypothetically, um, I could walk another 10 feet down the street and go to shoppers where, hypothetically, it's morally okay to steal from that place, (laughs) hypothetically. So... Oh, yeah, I, but I I'll lied. I'll choose Pete's and I'll yeah. I'll pay the money there hypothetically. I have stolen from Pete's once. I lied. Hypothetically. Hypothetically, I in was a, hypothetically a, getting a Montreal sandwich. Hypothetically, cost nine fifty. Also had a chocolate milk. Hypothetically, cost one ninety nine. And they didn't hypothetically have a cashier at the sandwich section. Mm-hmm. So like, get in line. And I hypothetically didn't get in line. That's all that happened. Okay. If you don't want people to steal, put someone at the cash. Yeah. There you go. That's why that's, Walmart, Walmart, do you see what Walmart said? Walmart's like, we're going to go out of business in the next five years. That's bullshit. I saw that. Listen, Dude. And then everyone was, and like, I would agree with this. You guys are the, the ones that got rid of everyone's jobs to do self-checkouts. And now you're mad people are taking advantage of that. Give the other people their jobs. No one's going to steal if you have to go to an actual yeah, And also, Walmart's like a horrible fucking company. They've yeah. done so much bad. Like, it's not even shoplifting, dude, because they don't even. It, that's just a reason they're putting out there, so they don't have to pay their workers a like decent wage. Yeah. Well, no, what they do, they like Walmart. They'll go to these like small towns that already have these like local like you know mom pop shops that are like, doing well. Like, they there's no other, like big companies like Walmart to compete with, so they're yeah. fine. Then Walmart will go in, 
fucking cut their prices so it's a yeah. lot cheaper than everything else till they go out of business and, and then rise their, their prices back yeah. up. Like and Amherst, then, Nova Scotia doesn't need a Walmart. No, but that's Dude. all that's left now because yeah. they got rid of everything, everything yeah. else. Dude, that's corporations. Corporations are fucking evil, man. Oh, that's what really? Amazon does to people. Yeah, like, people sell their shit on Amazon yeah. and then Amazon will get the same product and because they're a giant company, they will actually mm. take a loss selling that for less money so that they will price out um, the person who was originally selling and it. And they'll create the product. Yeah, and then they'll just jack up the price as soon as uh, that seller's bought yeah. out. And I'm not sure if I mentioned this before, but there was a store in some like, town in Quebec, like a Walmart, um, and the, the workers like threatened to unionize, or they did unionize, so they tore down the whole store because they said it was like wasn't fit or wasn't like good enough anymore. They'll usually, and they built a new one ten feet down, like another two blocks down, and just hired all new people. and hired new people. Yeah. See, it's yeah. it, it is illegal to do that, so they'll usually get around it by saying um like this property's condemned. Exactly. Uh, you That's, know, we got a mm-hmm. there's an it's an infrastructure problem. But dude, I'm I'm so pro union, man. I love unions. Mm-hmm. Like even the threat of unionization can raise wages at a company. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't even have to fucking unionize. You just got to threaten to unionize, and that yeah. can raise wages. And unions, like, if there's a union at, like, let's hypothetically, I don't even know if they have one, or they probably don't, at the Sobies, if they unionize, that raise that has been shown to raise wages for companies in that market all over the place. So, like, mm. if you work at Superstore, you could see your wage go up yeah. if the other store unionizes. Oh, yeah. Because I'd be at Superstore, like, oh, like, let's, we can unionize now. And, oh, they'll start Well, they going. don't want you to. I know, yeah. They're so fucking scared of it, man. Exactly. Starbucks, they're heavily unionizing. It's great mm. to see. But it's also, it's like, it, like in some industries, and in some, like, yeah, industries, oh, it's yeah. hard. Like, for universities, for example, if when all the profs go on strike... And the students get fucked when they don't get any it money back, and they happened. miss out on a month of their teaching, like at Dow. It just or at happened a, at Acadia. Last or at Acadia, like last year. Fucking, that's what I mean. The school acts like they're not uber rich and gave every student back a quarter of what they were deserved based on tuition costs. Yeah, so no. stuff like that can be a bit. Yeah. Well, that's hurts the thing. More than just the. That's not working. on the profs because I don't want to blame them for fighting for a proper wage, like not, the part-time yeah. profs and the TAs and everything who are striking for because they get the lowest wage in the country here mm. yeah so they have the right to strike for that but the financial burden and like of course what you said the burden of stopping classes shouldn't be on the students at all mm-hmm. like yeah. that should 100 percent fall on the university I'm not, yeah, yeah i'm not trying to like shit on the profs or anything i'm saying like that whole scenario is hard because mm-hmm. obviously Dow? the profs are more money but then you're fucking over the students at the same time yeah. but the one fell on the profs it was their fault was i it? think from what i read yeah they were. I don't know. It's like about a diversity. Issue so what happened in January? They claimed that's what it was. They wanted more money. Okay. So one, if you want more money, say that. Yeah. Don't claim it to be all these diversity reasons when it's not. And two, they were offered the opportunity to settle at a certain rate that was higher than what they were making for three months, mm-hmm. and then in the summer when school's out, they would negotiate, and by the time school is back in, they would have a new deal. They were like, nope, not waiting. So they stopped school the middle of the school year. For an entire hmm. month. And then students still had to do the exact same amount of work. There was no removal of projects, due dates, anything. It was the same amount. And then they were harder on them after because they were pissed off. They didn't get what they wanted. Wow. I'll say like the Acadia one was probably not so well executed. <clears throat> it was terribly executed. But like still all the power to you, you know, shut down your workplace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I like for it. sure. I, I would agree with that. But just in that scenario, I don't think they thought that there's that many students here who have much bigger scenarios and, and like students are there's international students like what are they yeah. going to do they closed everything like I, I don't know it was Dude, very frustrating international students get fucked by landlords here yeah they like get we get fucked by research project on that 
Yeah, like yeah. we get fucked by landlords as domestic students, but mm-hmm. they get fucked with even more. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, and they some of them are oblivious to it too. Well, they get manipulated. Like yeah. they'll they'll compl- they'll sign on a lease to a completely different house than they think. Yeah. Like it's insane what's happening to international students. Dude, it's because like they see them. I mean, like this is landlords. They see every fucking student as just a bag of money walking around. Yeah. You know, and they'll see them and be like, oh, the this person's naive because there's obviously a language barrier, right? And they'll be like, I can use this ambiguous wording in this lease. Yeah. I've read a lot of them. There's some fucking horror stories about, um, like, international students and stuff. Oh, definitely. There, we, I, my For my project, we interviewed the uh, mayor of Wolfville, mm-hmm. and we interviewed the biggest, uh, like, the, one of the landlords from the biggest property management company. They basically have, I think... Just as that company has like twenty percent of all of Acadia students living in their buildings, really in their houses, yeah. um, it's actually fucked what's going on in that town, and I can't imagine what it's like in Halifax where the housing crisis is even worse. Mm. Like it's nuts. They need oh, to have um, they have to have a class at universities, or they need to offer something where they teach you how to read a lease, um, and they teach you everything that's in the Residential Tenancies Act, mm-hmm. property studies. That's what you can call it. Yeah, something mm-hmm. like that, because people are very unaware of what their rights are. Yeah. yeah, like I'll tell a story that happened to Logan and I this year. Oh yeah, um, Logan and I we signed a lease to move into this apartment on Oxford Street, and fuck it, I'll say their names. Uh, what was your name, Lewis? Yeah, fuck you, Lewis. Um, <laughs> Lewis is the owner of Peppermint Properties here in Halifax. They're one of like the biggest companies here in Halifax. Um, yeah, so we were gonna move in there, and it was two weeks out from our move-in date. And they sent us an email and they were like, yeah, we're actually going to demolish the property. Uh, so we now consider your guys' lease null and void. And you can go on your merry way and go fuck yourselves, essentially. Yeah. So we were like, okay, hold up. Like, this isn't legal. You know? And, of course, we didn't know at the time if it was legal or not because we, had yeah. we hadn't read the tenancies. We are like freaking out for a bit there. Then we, yeah, just yeah, keep going. So, yeah, we went in and we read and it was like, actually, yeah, it was illegal. So we drafted them this letter and we were like, you know what you're doing um, under the Residential Tenancies Act, mm. you owe us, uh, what was it? Like three it months rent, our, two oh, months so rent, a month's rent. It was a month's rent or full security deposit back and like a full month's rent each, like not like half of month's rent, rent each, but like each, you know, yeah, whole each month. a full month's rent. So full you're getting month. double what you paid. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, because they screwed us over like that mm-hmm. because it's technically a renovation. Yeah. Because you need to give us. Giving you your tenants at least three months notice, notice. I think it was, yeah. before you terminate a lease, and they gave us two weeks. And even <laughs> even then, they owe us. Uh, they still owe us a thousand dollars if they give us, or not, depending on what your rent was. Yeah, they owe us that money, even if they do that with three months notice. Mm-hmm. But like, I hate the response I got when we sent that letter in because mm-hmm. we emailed them that letter, and then we waited like two days, and I get a call while I'm at school studying, and the guy answers the phone. Or I answer the phone. The guy talks to me. And he's like, hey, it's Lewis, uh, owner of Peppermint Properties. He's like, how are you doing, Will? Um, I just want to know, like, what are you guys getting at? Like, what are you guys doing here? And he was talking to us like we were the ones being assholes. Yeah. That's what they do. We're actually, we're, we're, these are our rights. Like, we're I was not like, being assholes. I was like, dude, like, my letter was very straightforward. I'm not sure what you don't understand. Uh, we're calling you out for what you did as illegal. And we're telling you that we want um, what we're entitled to under the Residential Tenancies Act. Or we're going to take you to the tenancy board. So I thought that was very simple. And it's it pissed me off. He was like, you know what, man? Like, yeah, we're going to give it to you because, like, we're going to be nice about it. I was like, this is not about you being nice about it. This is about you following the law. Mm-hmm. So he said that. And then he followed it up with, 
like, man, I can't believe you left a bad Google review for Peppermint Properties. Because when that happened, I went on, I gave them like one star, zero stars. Because that's what you do, right? Like, I feel mm. like they deserve that, you know? Yeah. You screw somebody over, you get a bad Google review. Yeah, that's fair. He's like, man, like, I'm trying to run a business. Um, I have a son to feed. Fuck off. I was, yeah. yeah. I was like, dude, I don't care. It's not my responsibility yeah. to get screwed over <laughs> yeah. to feed, feed your, your son. Like, son. Now we don't have a fucking house to live in. Like, <laughs> yeah. I want to yeah, like, Fuck you, Lewis. So, like... You know, how is Lewis Jr. going to feel that <laughs> when when Lewis Sr. tells him, like, yeah, son, I paid for your hockey pads by fucking students over. I was like, he's like, I got a son, man. I was like, so what, man? Like, I'm somebody's son. What's up? Yeah. So, like, you know, that was just a, it was such a disingenuous way to, like, try to appeal to our emotions. Like, what did he think was going to happen? Yeah. I was going to be like, oh, I didn't realize you were a father. Okay, please screw me over yeah like, take my money yeah, you know like so i hated that and then i was like you know what as a show of good faith i'll delete my google review so i went on i deleted it and then i waited like a week and left a new one yeah i left <laughs> a new love one love it and love I, it. I explained everything oh, it was even worse so the first one was like no like words just a star yeah. the second one was a full fucking like, essay about why permanent properties fucking sucks Hilarious. So I, Hilarious. I pretty much included this the transcript of our phone call mm-hmm. where he came off like such a dick, man. Mm-hmm. But I think it got taken down though because I don't I can't see it. It's yeah, not there I don't know. I'm trying to look for it. I can't find yeah. it. It's not up there anymore. But also, yeah, we're going through that whole process. Like before we, we like made the letter and trying to figure out like if it was illegal or not. Like we called like the Tennessee board and the lady that answered like fucking like we told her what happens. Like, oh yeah, like, they gave us like a two month like run eviction notice. Two weeks. Yeah. Two two week. Sorry, two weeks. She's like, oh yeah, okay, that's illegal. Like, I'm gonna help you guys. <laughs> and she was like a hundred percent on our side. She's really nice. She's like, okay, like, this is what I have to say, this is what you do. Yep. Make yeah. sure that you send a letter and stuff like that. And, nice. Yeah. Nice. But yeah. yeah, fuck you, Lewis. Um, all landlords are scum, but especially you. You know, you are a piece of shit in a pile of puke. I don't think all are. I think I think the industry oh, attracts them. Sorry. It I don't attracts think they all are. Scummy people. I think our landlord currently is very scummy. I don't like her at all. Well, don't say that. I don't care. What's she going to do? Evict us? It's illegal. <laughs> True. Yeah, you guys should start squatting. No, because <laughs> she made us get co-signers, man. That's not a big deal. Dude, like, a bit annoying, but what, it's not like, like, what oh if we God. didn't, what if we didn't have like somebody to co-sign, you know? Like, I'm just so. trying to think about that. And then when she was talking, because like we got our parents to co-sign our apartment. Yeah. And when she was talking to our parents, she was like, she was saying something, but she referred to us as like their children, which was really weird. Do you remember that? Well, that is what you are. Here's yeah. the thing, but she's like, f- when you're filling out this uh, to co-sign for your child, and I was like. Like, we're not, we're adults, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, I know what you mean. Like, you know, it felt like a standardized process mm-hmm. where she was like, you know, this is what the parents do for the kids. I was like, no, fuck you. We're like, we're 21, 22. Like, we don't got to get co-signers. Like, mm-hmm. I I already, we had to tell, our parents had to tell them her how much they made. Oh, it was definitely a bit. Um, it was too far. Invas- evasive, for sure. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I, she, they called our parents bosses. Yeah, that's fucked, man. Yeah. Honestly, it shouldn't be allowed. Yeah, that was a bit much for sure. But nice place, whatever. It's fine. You know, all you should have to do is prove that you paid your rent of your last place. I think that's all that should yeah, be. Yeah, we had there. like a bunch of references Yeah. that we paid our rent at our last place. Um, I had to prove to them that I had a job. Yeah, same. They called my boss. They called my, yeah, they called, yeah, same. They called my boss too, yeah. And my boss was like really confused because I hadn't actually started working there yet. 
So she just had to confirm, like, yeah, we hired him and he's going to start at this date. Mm-hmm. And then, like, when she came, when I finally came into work, she was like, yeah, I thought that was really weird that, like, I just had to confirm that you were working here. Yeah, yeah it's definitely you know? a bit much for, of a process for getting tenants. And what they used to do, they used to, like, they, they try to heavily discriminate against people who are on, um, like, who have, who receive some kind of assistance. So if you're, uh, like, if you're receiving EI, you get any kind of, uh, you're, you're with, you're from any social security net. They used to do that. They used to be able to ask about that, but they can't anymore. That's discriminate, discriminatory. Yeah. Uh, t- like landlords? Yeah. Like oh, it's yeah. discriminatory, um, like leasing. Yeah. Like renting. Yeah. You know, like back in the back in like the olden days, it used to be like we don't want any uh any of the blacks uh, yeah. around here. And they'd be like we don't want any foreigners. You know, true. But I like that they're now kind of opening it up a little more to protecting lower income people from that because that's something that they really lacked on after like for a while. Mm-hmm. Definitely got better. But gotten better on that. I could talk about landlords forever, <laughs> man. That's true. It's not yeah. There's lots of fucking content. I don't you know. Out of and landlords, dude. Lots to talk about. Fuck landlords. <laughs> yeah, so Except- transitioning from uh, the housing crisis, uh, predatory landlords, exploitative housing. Uh, Parker has a hot take. <laughs> yeah, I like ending on a hot take usually. Um, so I think Instagram and dating apps should not allow any sort of photo that has been edited. I agree half. Like I think... Um, Instagram is kind of like not really, I think you, yeah, like why not? If you're like, you can edit yourself, post it, that, that's, that's fine. But dating apps, I think, yeah, you shouldn't be allowed to edit yourself. It should be like, you're, you know, I think, uh, you got a raw dog it. That's you got a raw dog, your dating <laughs> yeah. profile. You know, like, but where do we, um, like what is considered editing? Like is a filter considered editing? Yes. So yeah, I, I, I can't like throw a, like if I wanted to post like a black and white picture of myself, I can't do that. No. You shouldn't, no. you shouldn't be able to. So here was my, not solve, but like idea for it is Instagram could have an in-app editing process where only certain things are allowed. So you can put, you know, a color filter or that, this type of thing. That. Yeah. But you shouldn't be allowed to just add edited photos into your Instagram. I feel like what you can add oh, a photo you have I know what you mean. that you took, put yeah. it on Instagram and edit it within the parameters that they allow. Okay. But like, there's, I feel like that's almost impossible to create that kind of like, you know, safeguard against already edited photos. Because how's Instagram going to know you edited that on like Photoshop and uploaded it into Instagram? Well, you can tell every. every no, but yeah, there's honestly, a footprint like the to every program, the app. I don't think. No, yeah, tell. there's a footprint to everything. So when you edit the second you edit a photo on your phone, if you were to edit in your camera roll, it says edited, no matter what you do. So if you go to put that in Instagram, it will block yeah. it. Well, let's say you edit I mean, it on you like could, your MacBook and like yeah, you could do the same thing. Yeah. It's the same thing. I don't think so. It I does. Think There's a footprint to everything. And you don't think they would have the algorithm for that? I they think absolutely. they could make a software that can tell when a photo is edited. Because mm-hmm. you can already do that. You yeah. can, um, like, their software. There's uh, experts who can determine if a, if a yeah, photo is authentic or not. Yeah. I think what you're more getting at, though, is, uh, like, people doing touch-up. And uh, people, like, the you know, kind of moving the lines, like, Facetune. Yeah. You know, like, people kind of, like, blowing up their butts. You know, <laughs> that kind of thing. I kind of like that part of it. I no, I, ju- yeah. I just mean, like... In general, I think it's actually not like I don't know, not not terrible, but like it's it's for me at least, it feels wrong to be portraying this image that literally isn't you. I feel like it's just, it just I mean, it feels wrong. I don't think it's it's not, I don't think it's wrong. It's just like I don't know. It's just okay. It's just fake. That's all it is. Like I, catfishing on like dating apps. Yeah. If it's not already illegal, like it should be. 
I think there's a lot to be said about um, like the societal pressure to edit your pictures. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You know, because like there is a point where like everybody's it. You know, and some you can do that without editing too. You can present a very like uh, your best photo you've ever like taken. Your ang- yeah. The angle. Yeah. And absolutely. Angles. Yeah. You know. I so, agree. I mean, I'm a fan of um, kind of like destigmatizing and taking away all of the the pressure to edit your photos, you know? Mm -hmm. And like a lot of that, you're right, a lot of that does come from edited photos from particularly like a lot of celebrities Mm -hmm. who, you know, they put these up there and they do do a lot of the time uh, present these things as if they're genuine. And then that results in a lot of people trying to, you know, um, reach that unobtainable peak Mm -hmm. that is not genuine, you Mm -hmm. know? And they don't let you know that it's, it's like Liver King. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like he was saying, like, if you would do all this stuff, you can look just like me, but it was steroids the whole time. Mm-hmm. Dude, yeah. I'm going to say steroids are just Facetune for dudes. <laughs> yeah. They like, are. Girl, you know, women can take them too as well. Yeah. Women can take steroids but too. But women absolutely. don't want to look like that. That's, yeah. That's the difference. It's more like, it's more like centered around like men and growth. Yeah. It's like, yeah. And muscle I growth. And, yeah. and I think, I think steroids have its purposes, um, especially for people that are using it healthy, safe for like a certain goal whatever do yeah, it. you took steroids i was prescribed them sorry yeah <laughs> 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 let's, let's say that um i think that's fine but i i think the problem comes in is when you're doing so much to impress people digitally and people are doing steroids just to take pictures mm-hmm. like it's it, it seems so like not just fake but like fishy like yeah well, there's not- something way more underlying there that's concerning yeah like people like aren't oh like it's not like shocking news, but yeah, people post all this shit on Instagram to edit themselves, or even do things to their own body, like you know, actually physical, that like, could potentially be harmful, mm-hmm. just to show how good they look on Instagram, just to impress everybody else, mm-hmm. and just get the likes. That's all it is. Yeah, and, and then they're still getting so the they're still getting the endorphins from yeah, the likes from and the from likes. the comments, and it's a cycle. and that is really fucking people up. Like it yeah. has to be because then they go out in public every day. Oh, I don't actually look like this. I need oh, to hide yeah. myself. I need to be insecure. And then they keep oh, seeing yeah. these photos like Kylie Jenner and like, yeah. Kim Kardashian, like who like you know these like almost like you know super. Like, good looking people it's like oh my god I have to look like that when they don't even look like that in real life exactly it's here's crazy. here's what i think i think this conversation is about where does the responsibility of the poster end and the consumer begin because where like where's that line of you know you're edited so much but then if somebody can tell that you're edited mm-hmm. like at some point the onus does have to be on the consumer to mm-hmm. recognize that this is edited, mm-hmm. this is unrealistic, yeah. and you should not be like striving and like killing yourself to attain yeah, that like because that. it's yeah. not real. I think that's a big thing. Like people have a very low. A lot of people have a low level of self awareness yeah. like, to know when to not chase that kind of like you know that yeah. peak look and just to be happy with who they are and not keep going after this unattainable goal of looking like perfect without any flaws yeah. i know i've been like eating the... raw steak and testicles for <laughs> weeks now well, and i still don't look like the liver king well going down a rough a dark road really. <laughs> it's like it plays into the age thing too like i think it's really damaging for like 12 and 13 year old oh, kids yeah. to be on social media constantly like, i think we saw it with our generation but now it's gonna be it's way worse, worse it's now. even worse it's now way worse now yeah. and like it was bad for us and like i don't know and we, that's why i i was lucky enough that i realized it at a certain point, and I kind of got away from a lot of it. Parker was woke at a young age. <laughs> I wasn't woke at all. I was just, I, I quickly stopped, like, posting on Instagram and even going on yeah. it in general. Like, I still use Twitter all the time, but mm. I don't know. It, it, I think it really fucks me. And, like, I see it with, like, my sisters. Mm. I have two little sisters, both teenagers. Like, 
you see like the damage it does oh for sure it's just i don't know i have problems with the way social media is operated and has become the number one form of entertainment for essentially everyone younger than us what i do kind of like is um imperfection has kind of become a little bit of a aesthetic Mm -hmm. you know like it's like it's kind of now like hip and cool to uh like show off imperfections whether it's like acne Mm -hmm. body hair Mm-hmm. whatever but the thing is it's only cool for half people like it's yeah. there's still 50 percent of people who believe that that's not cool at all and will hate you for it and will be vocal Probably about even it more honestly like people everybody wants you know look like kim k or whatever too mm-hmm. or the <laughs> liver king yeah um but yeah like people like you know show these in, imperfections just to kind of like be different or unique or just you know send the message like we're i don't know yeah accept yourself and be happy but still but people still don't get like and they'll still of, get shit on for still it. get shit on yeah. for it because you don't look you know flawless mm-hmm. and that's because of the whole of the way, start of it, it is, right? yeah. it's so dumb i think that comes down to like breaking down beauty standards too yeah yeah absolutely which we're getting there but i mean it's taking too long that like beauty standards are going to go away again by the time 12 year olds now are 20 it's going to be the same thing it's gonna be like a cycle i can see that yeah because you still I mean, see teenagers faking their pictures and faking all this because they still see certain people wait you're looking at teenagers on instagram <laughs> no i have teenage sisters Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah, I don't think, yeah, I think that, like, you know, that objectified standard of beauty will always be here forever. It like, will be. It, like, I don't think you can get rid of that. Biologically, it will be there. there. Yeah, that's another thing. Because, yeah, it's, not, it's biological, too. It's yeah. like, you do want to go for the more attractive person, objectively attractive yeah. person. Or who like, you find attractive. And you can find yeah. other people attractive than the traditional attractive people. Yeah. But it's, it. I mean, like, come on. I think we got to start. Um, <laughs> that's my point. Come on. That's, that's what come I mean. On. Come we on, gotta, yes. We got to like start highlighting people who don't conform to that traditional, um, like, you know, the traditional attractiveness, mm. like putting like plus size women on the cover of like Sports Illustrated and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm. But there are people who get fucking pissed about that. And I don't get that. Yeah. Like, yeah. do you see that Jordan Peterson tweet? Yeah. It's a famous tweet of his. Yeah. It was a, like a plus size model on a, a cover of something. And he was like, sorry, not beautiful. <laughs> Damn, really? Yeah. <clears throat> and it's like Jordan... But that's to him. If he doesn't think that, he doesn't think that. He doesn't need to be vocal about it, and other mm-hmm. people can find it beautiful. Like, it's, I don't, I yeah, don't like know. Yeah, like, if it's not for you, you know, it's not for you, and you don't yeah. got to, like, tear this person down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What? And But a reason I think this is still going to be a problem is right now, if you took a traditional attractive girl and a traditionally unattractive girl and said, here, both of you guys start with this amount of followers, this amount of engagement, see where you are in six months, we all know who would be. Yeah. Every time, like without fail, it'll be that'll be the result. I think it all depends on like substance too. Mm-hmm. Because but if they're given the same amount of things to do, yeah, they're doing the same amount of content to put out, and they're doing the same thing. It's going to be the more objectively attractive mm-hmm. person. Okay, so they're doing the exact same thing. Yeah, yeah. doing the exact same thing, the exact same amount of engage- engagement at the start in the same platform. It's going to be the more. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, there's such thing as pretty privilege. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Right. Uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. We talked about this before. I think, yeah. yeah, and that's like a that's a thing for dudes too. Oh yeah, we, oh, I yeah. think we all yeah. touched on this. Yeah. Like, attractive dudes do get treated a little better in society than unattractive men. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, man. Am I going down the incel road? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. No, but it's like, uh, it's uh, like, I think there's a stat where it's an overweight man is like 60 or 70% less likely to be hired over a physically, like a physically in shape man, yeah. despite um, like resume and, and qualifications mm-hmm. and stuff. Because a lot of it is, you know, people think, like, people automatically associate yeah. overweight or out-of-shape guys with, like, laziness and... 
yeah. all these things that whether they contribute to it or not don't actually have an effect on how they may work or how mm-hmm. how they may produce for a company or for that's true like yeah that. that's unfortunate because a lot of things can go into being overweight and a lot of Ooh, things yeah. like outside so of your control oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like mental issues and stuff like that yeah. and a lot of a lot of the stereotypes of people who are overweight are formed by issues outside of that that created yeah, it's the people the stereotypes, create like, the stereotypes who never been overweight or who yeah. aren't overweight. So they think, oh, it's because of this, because of this things yeah. that I'm not doing. It's like he doesn't take fucking time. No, like powder something powder shitty, yeah. maybe like maybe something shitty just didn't happen to you, yeah. where you also, you know fell into a hole and, and couldn't get out. Take, yeah. yeah, I'm not a fan of people who were previously overweight because they'll go like, oh, I did it, you can do it too. Why don't you do it? Like you're just lazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and like like you know, it's different for everybody. Yeah, for sure. I think. Okay, on the, I want to take like I want to like take the other side. But the other side of this argument is I think there has to be a line between like accepting everybody for who they are and being happy with who you are, but also not endorsing being unhealthy. Yeah, and promoting like health. you can't promoting like, health oh, is still you're important. Un- out of shape and overweight. Oh, you're you know you're fine, but at the same time, it's like you have to be careful, and make smart choices, so you're not healthy and mm-hmm. take strides to just you know. Yeah, that's the thing absolutely. though. But like that conversation has to happen between somebody who is overweight and their physician, and it shouldn't oh, yeah. happen between them and society no, yeah. them or the their family Instagram members. Comments. Right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Be, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I'm also not a fan of um, like promoting what uh, this like false narrative of what is healthy because mm-hmm. there are a lot of people who are severely underweight, but we consider that like oh healthy, you know, you're skinny, you look good. Mm-hmm. But like even that is that's not worse. it's not yeah. good for you either. I think, it's worse. I think the term like yeah. wellness, like your overall well being, is more suiting because health mm-hmm. is more associated with your physical fitness. But well, well, like your well being no, is your mental everything. health, your spiritual, yeah. your emotional, Absolutely. your physical, everything. I think that's the most important thing. Yeah. You have to have that balance of everything. Yeah. No, I, be, I don't know. Your best, I mean, best version of yourself. I didn't really ever plan about talking about this on the podcast, but like I went through that whole process of like losing a lot, and then mm. I think it. Uh, one thing I would say to like other people is like. One, don't worry about anyone like trying to tell you what's healthy and what's not. And just literally find one thing that works. And if you enjoy doing it, just go for it. Like it's, it's a process is not, it's not, you have to just not be lazy. It's not like that. Mm. Unless There's we're so talking about the nine things. ancestral tenants. Unless those, you have to do that. Then those. you have to do that. Yeah. Yeah. That is the only way to be healthy. Yeah. Yep. Only way to become primal and mm-hmm. not subprimal mm-hmm. as the mm-hmm. liver king yeah. would say. Yeah. And I think like being healthy and having, you know, being you know, like having having high wellness is you don't have to be working out every day and doing all this. If you're just like living a healthy lifestyle, being busy, being mentally active, keep being engaged and doing like just doing stuff like that. Exactly. Just like the going out and come. doing things. You don't mm-hmm. have to be working out and running. Just just do things. Just stay yeah. active. Stay busy. And the rest whatever it come. is, you can go to a walk, go fucking shopping, go to school, mm-hmm. play a sport, like whatever it is. Like yeah. And what's scary is that that for me, and I'm sure it's like this for a lot of other people. It's all starting with your mental health yeah like the number one thing for me was like within a week of like starting i had quickly noticed a change in my mental health and it was so easy after that like once you have that switch where you feel good whether you look good or not when you feel good it's like it's so easy it's so easy you mm. just have to get over the hump before you start feeling good and confident mm. and that's the important part for sure for sure you know what i don't like about gyms what, <laughs> what? Um, that's a big thing for me is people like, like overweight people are there. No, <laughs> no, not at all. We just destroyed our whole conversation. <laughs> no, no, I was going to say, what I don't like about gyms is like, and this isn't like anything about gym culture, or the people at gyms. It's, it all happens within me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just don't like people looking at me, you know? Oh, that's yeah. Fair. That's something I feel like I'll go in there and I'll like, in my head, I'll be like, oh shit, they're all looking at me. I'm going to like, I'm going to do something wrong. And some dude in like mm-hmm. a, 
like a string kind of tank top is going to come up to me and show me how to do something. Yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm so scared of that, man. Yeah. But here's my thing about that is every other person in the gym is having those same thoughts. Was, yeah. Like that's, yeah. you have to realize that early. And if people mm. are looking at you, there's no one in the gym that is going to one, say something to you two, and or I guess two, everyone that is there <laughs> for a certain reason Sorry. is like, like they're focused on themselves. <clears throat> yeah. You don't go to the gym to socialize. Like I think a lot of people do. Some people I think, do. Yeah, and those yeah. are the shitty ones. There's pl- still plenty of shitty people. There's shitty people in every environment. Mm. Okay, if you go to the gym to socialize, fuck you. No, like people <laughs> who go to the gym with five friends, fuck off. Yeah, I don't know about that. It's a little weird. First, they take your workout I mean, takes like, three hours because you're waiting for four other people to do sets in between. I mean, go with like one friend, Max. Yeah, I yeah. think going with one person is extremely helpful. Yeah, yeah for but sure. Like, like you don't go with a group of friends to the gym. That's true. And then again, finding a gym that you're comfortable in is also just as important as anything else. Mm. Like it took me like three gyms in Moncton. I think before I was gradual, like, oh, I, gradual, I started the Y, which I found was like good. It's like more like kind of welcoming and not as like um, intimidating. Mm-hmm. Then like kind of like that foundation of working out and had like a routine. It's like okay, you're confident. I can, to go like, I can bench one thirty five and stuff. Oh, now yeah. you have this new gym where there's all these big football players and like athletes <laughs> yeah. and stuff, and not yeah. feel like you know intimidated and be fine. Yeah. So. Once you get to a certain point where you're confident in how you you know carry yourself at a gym yeah then you can kind of go anywhere exactly but i don't know it's this if you don't pay attention to other people then you won't realize it yeah you'll realize that they're also not paying nobody's attention. there to judge you yeah. at least nobody should be see, there i won't go to the smew gym because uh, i know shoddy goes to the smew gym and i don't want her to see me there who shoddy oh shoddy <laughs> she goes to the smew gym so i don't want her to see me there and i don't want the illusion to break you know you know what i mean well, you don't work out. <laughs> well no i what you guys are talking about finding a gym where you're comfortable at yeah i found one of those because i got a free gym with my work marriott international if you're listening to this skip past this part but uh i got a free gym with my work and uh after i left that job i kept the gym key mm. so i just kept going back there and the great thing about uh going to a gym at a hotel is that it's pretty much always empty mm-hmm. so it's like having a private gym which was super nice like I go shirtless in there sometimes. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Nobody ever came in. Jeez. And then um, it's open twenty four hours, which is sick, and uh, it's free. And like anybody who saw me in there, I'm probably never gonna see them again because they're traveling. You know, yeah. if I do see somebody in there, they're probably from somewhere else, so I'm never gonna mm-hmm. see them again. And they might be like, "Oh, he's a, he's he's always here." So I have to bow down to him when I go in there. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. But also nobody expects me to always be there because it's a hotel gym. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like everybody who goes there is like a like transient, you know? Yeah. I do see like almost not all like quite a bit the same people at this new gym. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, at the Y too. But I always go at the same time. So it's yeah. it's easy to say that. Did you guys like it when I was sending the Snapchats from the hotel gym and it was like empty? <laughs> yeah, it was funny. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like, so, I'd be yelling stuff in there. I want to end this convo on this. Um, I think the gym... Like, I don't want to just promote people like, oh, you have to go to the gym. But the gym significantly increases productivity after you're there. That's like, true. you feel so much better when you leave the gym. Even if it's 30 minutes, you're more productive after you're clearer, you're quicker, you're yeah. more confident, everything. I was going to say, like, if you wake up and then, like, when the, like after you know, eat or whatever and then go to the gym, like, having that, starting your morning off, your day off with that physical movement and exercise, it, it just makes you feel more energized for the mm-hmm. rest of the day. And mm-hmm. you want to keep doing more things after. Exactly. Like, if you start your day off doing a big task like, like that, then you want to keep that going. Exactly. Everything else is easier. Exactly. Yeah. Nah, it's- man. I go to the gym. I get sweaty. I come home, have my <laughs> evening wank, and then I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't work out at night. I can't yeah. do that. 
But it's like that idea, bed. like, you know, make your bed in the morning. So, you you know, you feel yeah. productive. That's the first thing you do. So, you want to keep doing other things. Mm-hmm. So, it's like that mm-hmm. same mindset. And clean. Always, like, a quick clean every morning. Yeah. Even if there's nothing to clean, figure something out. Life hack. Know. You just sleep on top of your covers. You never have to make your bed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Dude, yeah. I only fuck on top of the sheets so we don't ruin the hospital corners. <laughs> <laughs> I've just recently started tucking in the corners of my sheets. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a, it's a game changer. It's great. That's why I don't do it. Do you guys take your socks off after you're under the covers? You keep your socks on? Dude, that's weird. I do you keep your socks on? No, listen. Sometimes. But I'll, what I'll do is I'll get in bed, wait like 10 minutes with my socks on, because the sensation of taking your socks off while you're under the covers is so worth it. Never done that. Oh, I do see it. what he's doing there. Do it. I, I know I get that. I it's get so that. worth it. It's such a good feeling. I do a similar oh, thing. No. Like I, This usually only happens to me like after a really long night out. But like I got like I got sleeping jeans, man. I'll, uh, some, <laughs> yeah, it my, is nice to take uh, off clothing in bed. These are my sleeping jeans, man. So <laughs> sleeping jeans. So yeah, like I'll fall asleep in jeans and then I'll wake up at like four a.m. and then I'll take my jeans off and I'm like, oh shit, this is so much better, you know? Because no, like there's, you there's get some hidden highs in going to bed. Dude, you know what I'll do? What I eat a um, Maynard's fuzzy peaches in bed. And then when I'm done my fuzzy peaches, I dump the sugar. <laughs> I dump the sugar into my sheets, and then while you're sleeping, it exfoliates your body. Holy so shit. you wake up with really smooth skin. I'm nice. telling you, man, you got to do it. You got to try it. Do you know what I do some weekends what? when I know I don't have to get up in the morning? Is I would set an alarm for the same time I would normally have to get up. So let's say I have to get up at 7:30 to go to work or to school or whatever. I would still set an alarm on a Saturday for 7:30 just to have the sensation of waking up and being, oh, I can go back to bed. Oh my, really? Because it's great. That is probably I get the that. best feeling when you wake up like 5 a.m. thing. It's like seven. It's two yeah. more hours of sleep. Two more it's hours. Like, oh my yeah. god. But it's even better when you get up at seven and then go, oh my god, I can sleep until yeah. whenever I want. I think the, I used to have these sheets going up. It was like these really like cozy warm brown these like fuzzy sheets so in the winter you put them on and it's like like me and my brother are always fighting for them there's only like one set of these sheets can i interject sure did did your parents get you brown sheets so they had to stop because they had to keep buying new ones like after no i don't hide this, at, to hide no. the skin to hide the skid marks you know no okay but yeah there's these really cozy warm brown like fuzzy sheets me and he would always fight see who would get them and they're they're the best it was you guys so shared warm. sheets no but like you know have like you know, all these sheets in the house so you change your sheets and go in the oh, closet. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, if those sheets were in there, you want to grab them if they were in there. Oh, okay, I get it. That's what generally know for double beds or whatever, queen beds, whatever it was. Keegan's like, Mom, I don't want to use the sheets after Logan. They're always stiff. <laughs> They're like crunchy after he uses them. They always break. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it's like if in, the, in the linen closet, when you open it, you change your sheets, just take them out. And, yeah. The best feeling is like you, after you just make your bed like with clean sheets and stuff and go in like that night. That's... That's the best. Oh yeah, fresh sheets. I need to if it's cold tomorrow. in your bedroom, if it's cold and you go under the blankets, oh, mm-hmm. so nice. I I sleep with the window open all year. Really? Yeah. You guys might think I'm a bit of a psycho for this, but what I like to do is I'll stick my leg out like halfway from my sheets while I'm asleep. I do too. We need a hot. little bit of cold air. I do yeah. If I'm hot, I'll stick a leg out. Yeah. Do you guys always sleep with a fan? No. Sometimes. I, I kind of like the danger of the fact that if there was a monster under my bed, it could grab my leg. That not gonna lie, I always make sure all my my limbs and appendages are in my bed not <laughs> i'm not kidding i that there's a part of my mind so if i have my finger over the edge of my bed i'll get grabbed by a demon and pulled under <laughs> and taken to well, the world 
I will say this: when I was in that gross house in Wolfville, I was actually worried about like rodents. So That's I would, fair. I would oh, always yeah. have fucking yeah. possums like right there. <laughs> yeah, like I, I didn't know, dude. It's it would not surprise me if every night before Logan goes to bed, he checked underneath his bed, <laughs> in his closet, like everywhere. He comes to check your closet. Is that from? <laughs> I fucking... don't have a closet. <laughs> your closet is the storage room in the hall. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's like fucking Modern Family. Doesn't Phil do that in Modern Family? Not. Mo- oh yeah, he does he do that. Checks in Modern the bed Family. in like the closet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Like, Dude, the, like the one episode I watched with you, that was it. I was that. so bored yesterday. I freaked myself out on purpose. Yeah, you watch horror movies. <laughs> I just like sat down. I watched two horror movies by myself, I which, I, which I usually don't do. But, like, no, that was yesterday. Yeah, it was yesterday. It was yesterday. Yeah. I don't know. I was just like, you know what? I'm bored. And then it made me realize something. Like These are good movies because they elicit an emotional response in me that other movies just don't do. That's true. You know? Like, you, you don't get any more emotional. Mm-hmm. At any other movie besides a horror movie, yeah. mm-hmm. it's like, like it's yeah. sick that you're just like go, you're watching, you're like, oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck, yeah. you know. Like how often do you actually get scared in real life? You know what I mean? Like it's it's nice to have that emotion every once in a while. Let yeah. it go. Like as guys always say, like they don't cry or I don't cry stuff like that. It's always nice to let out a good cry, like maybe once a yeah, year. You you watch fucking Goodwill Hunting, you'll cry. <laughs> oh, Goodwill. What hunting. was the last thing I cried at? Oh, I know. Never mind. I'm not gonna say it. What's no, the, okay, what's the last like movie? <laughs> it's embarrassing. But last movie or show you. You I've never out. cried to a movie. No. I, I don't have the attention span. To okay, when them. was your last cry, Parker? Open uh, up. This is a safe space. Uh, it was June. I want to say it was like June 4th or so, so last summer. Um, it was halftime, and Luka Doncic had more points than the Phoenix Suns did at half in a game seven. <laughs> oh, my God. That's, that's fair. I went to bed crying that night, and I deleted every <laughs> app on my phone and didn't even bring my phone to work for the next three days. I think the last time I cried and had like tears streaming down my face was a staring contest. That I had to win. I kept my eyes open <laughs> to the point where they were burning in my sockets. Why'd you have to win it? Was your family on the line? No, I was just like wasn't going to let anybody beat me in a, a staring thing. contest. It was pride, yeah. 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 I cried last night when I lost a computer in UFC. <laughs> we talk, yeah, we got to talk about that. Logan and I played UFC last night. We played this video game. I beat him six times in a row. So I was like, okay, he's got to get a win before he goes to bed. He can't go to bed angry. Well, no, okay. I was like, well, I'm like, well, I'm done playing. Play the computer. Will plays computer, wins, no problem. Like, okay, well, fuck, I can do this. It's so easy. <laughs> Are you gonna play computer? I fucking lose. <laughs> yeah, it broke my. It didn't even knock me out. It broke my leg in the game, and fucking, I lost. But I beat its ass today, though. So it's okay. <laughs> me and his brother were just watching him like lose over and over. Yeah, like it was like fucking game. like midnight too. So I almost went to bed, and Will's like, "Let's play UFC." <laughs> I was like so mad going to bed. I was like, "Oh, whatever." But it, it was funny. <laughs> fun stuff. Fun stuff. Yeah. Anyway, that might be our longest episode. So say it's a long one. Time to wrap it up. We might have two episodes of content. <laughs> we are actually uh, an hour and fifty minutes. Holy shit. Um, edited down, it will probably reach about an hour and a half. That's yeah, solid. It's solid. But no, yeah, good episode. I'm not going to say that, actually. Yeah. Shitty episode. So we can <laughs> say this. We're going to have a guest on. We're going to record tomorrow. Yep. Yeah, we're going to record tomorrow. On. So is this episode going to be released tomorrow, or we save this for a little bit? This well, is coming out tomorrow. Yeah. It will okay. be straight to our viewers' ears. You will get our sweet voices down your ear canals tomorrow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then tomorrow we'll have our guest on, and we'll hold that one for a little while. Okay. I will say um, our guest, he's super fun. I love this guy. Mm-hmm. Um, he... He's really into rodents and yeah. whales. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, like we sexually. We won't say yeah. his name. We'll, we'll let you guess him. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he comes from a former Axis power. <laughs> 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 yeah, anything else you guys want to say about our guest? 
Or maybe um, we'll let him introduce himself yeah. when he comes here. So we'll, we'll yeah. make his own introduction. Stay tuned for that. Uh, thank you for listening to the Turnover Podcast. We love you. You're yeah. sexy. True. You know, if uh, if you walked into a gay bar, I would hit on you. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Anything else to add, guys? I would laugh at him for hitting on you. Perfect. And I'd steal you from him. Fair. Perfect. That's, that's our dynamic. Yeah, there you go. Thank you for listening. Also, uh, I want to preface oh, this. Oh, fuck. <laughs> We're not done yet. <laughs> okay, go. No, I just wanted to say that... No, never mind. Go for okay. it. Okay. You can't just do that. <laughs> what? It. You can't just interrupt... No, I can't say it. You can't there. just interrupt my sign-off, so I say can't. something else. Like, I've said some shit, so, like, a digital footprint yeah. is out there. No, I'm not going to say this. I'm putting my digital ass print out there, man. <laughs> All right, All right fuck it. I'll the... say it. Oh, no. No, I won't say it. Okay, that's for the Thrower Podcast. We'll see you guys next time. Yeah, sorry for edging you guys at the end. That was really weird of us. It's a cliffhanger. I'll say it next episode. All right. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.